Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's good, baby? It's Damian Barling, one half of D-Lo and KC. And thank you so much for downloading the podcast here. We really appreciate it. And hopefully you're a subscriber of the podcast. That way you get every single episode, every single day, every single interview, every single clip, every single bit of King's News delivered right here to your mobile device. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It doesn't matter if you're subscribing through Stitcher or the Odyssey app. You'll get every single episode delivered right here to your mobile device. And if you're using one of the platforms that allow you to rate and review the show, please do, particularly on Apple Podcasts, as I know that's where most of you are listening from. If you could hit the five-star review, if you think we're worth it, it only takes a split second. And if you could leave a review, that would be great as well. The review's cool. Again, it only takes a couple of seconds to do that, but it literally takes just a split second to hit that five-star button, man. We really appreciate you for being here with us. Enjoy the show. The game was won? Uh-uh. Give me a break, man. Sacramento Kings got a victory yeah. last night. We're going to light the beam. Wait a minute. They do not know what Sacktown brings. When on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Talking about us, it's a bounce-out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Whole squad going crazy. Yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy. One sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no backspinning. This is real right here. Ain't no catfishing. Uh, so tell me what you see now. See now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Rebound. It's 916 now. Look toward the sky like the beam now. Tell them like the beam. Hey, 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 hey. Now, now it might only be a one verse type of game. That's not a two verse. But we gonna light the beam, man. Come on. What is what is the what is the conversation today? Welcome in. To the January 30th, the Tuesday, January 30th edition of Dealing with KC, I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. Very nice to talk at the start of the show this week. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And we in here, baby. Uh, we're happy that you uh, are with so, us. Somebody said they saw, the, well, not somebody. My family said they saw the beam in Elk Grove. Okay. I ain't seen it in Elk Grove before, but they said Very they saw nice. it. Very nice. Very nice. Because the wife was like, "The Kings. What time the Kings play today?" She's like they already, they already played. They already won. She's like, "Ah, 
Yeah, I thought I saw the beam in the sky. Mm. Oh, man, where was you at? Mm. Well, She's like, I was, she was outside. You weren't outside. Jazz was outside. I went outside to look for it. I couldn't see it. They saw it, though. Did you go running down the street? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Like you did Like you did Sunday? Did you no, no, no. See, you got to reserve those for special moments. Oh. <laughs> if. Be- beating, beating the Memphis Hustle is not a special well, moment. Well, if. If the 49ers pull this off, <laughs> I don't even know how. I, I can't wait. Yeah, you can win a marathon know. if that happens. Yeah. Like, what's the plan? I, I don't have no plan. I, that yeah. that wasn't plan. I don't have no plan. I'm gonna act. I don't know. You I gonna have people know. like, what are you gonna do? You gonna watch this by yourself? You gonna uh, mom? Uh, my mom yeah. will probably be through. I got. I had the kids, and Jazz is actually one of the uh, people in the world who probably isn't gonna watch the game. Okay. So she's she won't she, be she gonna miss house. Usher. She'll watch Usher. I'm sure she'll watch that. Which, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. You know, Jazz I, is actually actively working to leave the house for the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is true. Well, this is true. Right, right. So I got a lot of responsibility, so I can't just do whatever. I got you. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Go run around with Ryan in your arms yelling. Hooping. No, she, she is a Niners fan. You know, mm. she is a Niners fan. Reese is a Niners mm. fan as well. So, you know. Uh, Reese is a Niner fan. Yeah, yeah. He signed his contract uh, before this year. That's right. Signed his contract. So. And a fan? No, Warriors fan. Warriors fan. That's right. Okay. Uh, sorry, I had to sacrifice the Kings to make sure I got the war, uh, the 49 But you lost. I you couldn't lost, lose both. You lost Reese to your mom, not Jazz. Yeah, but he also likes the Yankees. Mm. Not a Giants well, At least fan. he doesn't like the Cowboys. That's uh, so what I'm saying. I had to do what I had to no, do. I got you. No, no, no. To you make sure right it wasn't a, a right triple-double. Yeah, yeah, no, it was the right call. That would have been tough. That would have been tough. Trista Crick coming up at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. Jason Jones. I'd like to talk to Jason Jones about uh, coming up in the final hour of the show. Tell them we got you. We're happy that you're here. Uh, welcome those watching on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. Shout out to those in the timeline on X yeah. on Twitter. Hit the retweet. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Do all of that good stuff. Hit the thumbs up if the platinum is, if the platform is appropriate for that. Uh, and let's start with Kings basketball, man. It wasn't pretty, but I don't care. The Sacramento Kings won their four straight, one hundred three to ninety four. And you know, we'll we'll break this game down. We'll have fun with it. But as I was telling the insiders there a few moments ago, this discourse of how they got to four, it doesn't matter. They they won, and you can't be mad when they lose games that you think they should win, and then be mad that they didn't win the game that they should have won the way you wanted them to. They got the job done. It is a win in the win column. It's four straight. Play better tomorrow and keep it moving. As simple as that. Simple as that. The the I I couldn't wait to talk about this because I don't think <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this in all my years of watching basketball. Do you do you think you know what I'm about to say? Uh I don't. <laughs> This is all I can do is laugh. I guess I can laugh because they won. So, you know, it it didn't really affect anything. But this is crazy. The Kings went six of ten from the free throw line yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All ten were from De'Aaron yeah, Fox. Yeah, first of all, De'Aaron, that's terrible. You have to be yeah, better. Yeah, you got to be better. You got to be better than that. But how yeah, does that happen? It's insane. Well, I could, it's obvious how it happened. They was just chucking up threes. They, well, I knew you would say that. They still only took 38 threes. They no. shot 84 times. But how many times did they go to the basket, though? Well, they didn't shoot mid-range twos. I feel like they shot a lot of them. <laughs> I feel like they shot a two. There, what there was ain't the, no what way was the, What was the play we – no, I, I don't disagree with that. What was the play we was looking at that we were like, oh, that's what we're doing? 
the Trey Lyles well, we, uh, shake and bake, oh, turn yeah, around, he, he did get his turn Jordan around, on. fade away. He, he did get his Jordan. You on. know, uh, free throw <laughs> line extended jump. Like, what the hell is that? That that you made it. Salute. But yeah, I, that, I, I felt uh, like there was some goofy ass shots taken last that night. That crew, that crew should be fired. There's, there's no way that should happen. No, I, I, I and well, hit, I don't hit care him. if they took another 38 mid range. Hit him with the other that line. Should, that shouldn't happen. How many? How many did Memphis shoot? They shot 28 free throws, and it's every almost everybody that played shot a free throw. Xavier Tillman and Jay Gilliard did not shoot a free throw. Everybody else did. Given where DeMontis Sabonis plays, the fact that he didn't get to the foul line one single time is incredible. It's ridiculous and incredible. I hear what you're saying. But, like, I, I just I don't under, I can laugh at it because they won. I don't know how that happened. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> I wonder if officials get in. Bizarre. I wonder if officials get into a flow of a game where, like, you look back at that first quarter, and that first quarter was tough for Sacramento. They couldn't make anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they were shooting trash. Like they were just, they, they were lazy last night. There is one play that stands out in my head. I think it was, it was, it was the fourth quarter. Mm. De'Aaron, I think to Harrison and they just like kind of threw the ball out of bounds. Like De'Aaron threw it to Harrison and Harrison did the old, like he's falling out of bounds and tries to catch it and just, just goes out of bounds. Yeah. Well, like, what is this? But I, but I, I, so there were a lot of unforced errors from Sacramento. But looking at that first quarter, did officials just get comfortable with Sacramento shooting threes and figure, well, no fouls are going to be committed on this end? Maybe so. Maybe so. I would lean more towards they're incompetent. Well, that's certainly. (laughs) I mean, like the 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 issues that's going on in the NBA right now. I think they're twofold. I think, well, threefold. I think don't nobody play no defense. Mm-hmm. I think the refs are horrible. And I think these players spend too time too much time complaining about referees. Yeah, I agree. Somehow they're all intertwined. They're all connected. And they're all happening at the same time. How how are the referees terrible and Anthony Edwards can get out there and be like, they ain't give us no calls? And they're both right. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Well, that Anthony, that Ant Man one was really bad. Like, how do you miss that? Like, how do you not? It's that I, I, I think I really think officials are influenced by emotion. I think they're influenced by a ton of things. They are human. Um, they're just humans that aren't particularly great at a very difficult job mm-hmm. that they have, uh, and that's concerning. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know. Now, we always say that. Is it really that hard of a job? Yeah, it's a tough job. It's not that. No, I disagree. It's not. It's, it's not a difficult as, job. It's not as hard as they're making it. Look. Well, no, it's it's like, not hard enough to where you can't do it correctly. Right. That that's what I mean. Yeah. No, like, it's, it's not that. We we always use that caveat. Like, it's not a heart surgery. No. It, like it's, it's, you see somebody get hit on the arm, call the foul. Mm-hmm. You're right there. Mm-hmm. You're on the court. It's not like we're you know sitting in row T. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I think he kind of – no, you're right there. You're next to the play. Mm-hmm. Make the call. This guy right here, number one, you ref games every single night. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Luca is going to dip his shoulder and then go flying 70 feet to his right. You mean shoulder, 
Shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> that too. Can we get that on the board? We have to we have to get shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. And go flying board. 70 feet to his right. Maybe he didn't get hit that hard. Mm. Come on, Rob. Get your people, man. Right. Rob, Rob Carter, that's my guy. Get your people, man. It's it's getting worse and worse. No, they get they get worked. They get worked on a nightly. And I do think they officiate players different. They officiate players like Devonta Sabonis different. Mm-hmm. Um DeMontis Sabonis is so strong. D- D- Domas literally, Domas has to take, remember when The Rock used to take stunners? <laughs> if Domas doesn't sell a foul, foul call that way, he might not get a whistle. Yeah. He's, he's, he'll he'll have to like do a flip and fall face first well, uh, to, to get a whistle. And that's that's also a conundrum because Domas don't really flop like that. That's, that's what I mean. You know, I know. That's, I know what that's you're exactly that's what I mean. So because he don't flop like that, they don't recognize it or respect it, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Do you understand? You understand how crazy that sounds. Because he don't flop, mm-hmm. they don't respect the contact that he receives. Well, yeah. I mean, the man has left games with scratches on his face and bruises on his eye and welts forming during a game. Yeah, no, no we're good. <laughs> None to see here. Oh, man. None to see here. He has to... I you know even if he even if he did the LeBron joint where he and LeBron got hit don't yeah, don't LeBron get it twisted LeBron got hit but you got to stay on the ground you got to cover your face you got to do all that stuff and then you got guys who get foul calls like book who book book will sell something the whistle will blow and he'll get up and he'll do the <laughs> and get and and it's like okay he just played y'all he yeah. just he just played y'all acknowledged he played y'all. And you continue to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, it's it, it makes for it makes for a tough watch. I'm not going to bail the Kings out. That's certainly a that was. No, I didn't mean to get on a phenomenal a anomaly rabbit hole, but yeah. that was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I know I've never seen that before. <laughs> uh, six of ten from the free throw line from one player for one team. Absolutely extraordinary. Uh, and again, six of ten. That's that's not good enough. De'Aaron's got to be better there. Um, but, yeah, last night was gross. Uh, the referees were part of the reason it was gross. The Sacramento Kings were a big part of the reason they, it was gross. But, as we said, I don't care. I don't care. Either. The Sacramento Kings have won four straight. They're 27-18. and 18. They're in the fifth spot. The Celtics did them a solid. We'll mm-hmm. talk about all that. We'll go around the league. We'll talk about Domas's incredible performance mm. last night and why it's starting to feel like he might be left out of Thursday's All-Star Reserve announcement. That's all coming up here. We're just getting started. We're so happy that you're here with us. Steeler with KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Definitely here yesterday. He might have dipped out for a second. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't see Big John Poles or, or Drew Down. <laughs> do, we need to, do we need to run it back for those that missed it? Do we need to run it back? Oh, I don't think anyone missed what you did yesterday. Oh, Big John Poles is here. My bad, my bad. Big John's here. Big John's here. I'm glad you're still here. Oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Casey Tucker says Ramsey definitely skipped the first 15 minutes. (laughs) I don't think he did. I just think he hate-watched it. That's all it is. I think he hate-watched it. Oh, uh, 209 says Drew's been hella busy with work. Okay. All right. We always notice when, uh, you know, some of the regulars aren't in. So, uh, 209ers, make sure you send our man Drew down our, 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 our love, man. Um, people work during the show. I know it's wild, right? It's wild. It's crazy. I don't even feel like we work during the show. We start work <laughs> and we really don't. <laughs> we really don't. We just hang out. Shut up. Out. Shut out. Uh, yeah, shout out to Emmanuel Ocho. Acho. Why? Because one of those breakdowns on Twitter again. Mm-hmm. And I had to I gotta like I don't knock the guy. I don't I don't watch him enough to not like him. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't not like him. He's kind of annoying, but he's annoying. He's fine. Doesn't bother he's me. very safe. And he thinks very edgy. Yeah. yeah. The nerve to host a show called Uncomfortable Uncomfortable <laughs> Conversations with a Blank. When the show should have been titled "The Most Comfortable Conversation You Could Ever Have Have with an African American," that dude is not edgy. He did not press Roger Goodell on anything, but he does know football. So, so I'll, I'll, so I'll give him that. I, but I, I had to salute him. He lost a lot because he did another one of those little breakdowns, mm-hmm. and he did it on this. I think it was the second fourth down play from the nine Niners and Lions game. He said, okay. "This is." the best play of the game and the play that won the Niners the game or whatever. And that's fine. But he just does a really good job of breaking those down. Like he, so I quote tweeted and I guess I didn't say, I didn't get into specifics. Like, yeah, usually I don't like the guy or I think he's corny. I was just like, yeah, oh, actually does a really good job with these breakdowns. Like, I feel like I learned something mm-hmm. when he breaks down plays like that. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, appreciate you family. Okay. All right. Shout All out right. to you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's fine. That's cool. He does. Um, he does. He does do a good job. Be uncomfortable that. next time, bro. <laughs> don't. Don't be so damn. You should quote tweet his response yeah. and say that. <laughs> <laughs> be, be more uncomfortable, bro. He does a really good job with those stuff, though. That stuff, okay. though. Like I, I genuinely like. Ah, oh, damn. I didn't. I learned something. Like that's why that happened. Oh, okay. He does a good job. Okay. Good stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, we'll have plenty of time over the next four. When do they leave for Las Vegas? 
Probably Sunday. Or I couldn't remember. Is Monday media night or Tuesday media night? Uh, I can't remember. Because I feel like everything kind of shuts down Wednesday. Yeah. And... Thursday you get into your you know fully in all of the like the circus silliness is over I feel like I feel like Sunday they arrive mm. because that always coincides with like the Pro Bowl and not that the Pro Bowl's in the same place but like that coverage yeah like, yeah, yeah oh here's footage of the Pro Bowl so-and-so. games Pro Bowl games yeah I love I was watching um I caught a few minutes uh what's, what's our brother Her, uh coach Edward Herm Edwards was on the early 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 sports center mm. And he was very grouchy about flag football being played. <laughs> and it's like, come on, come on, coach. No no one gets anything out of being tackled in a Pro Bowl. Like, this is perfectly fine. He wanted a regular football He game? wants a real football. I used to get tackled in Pro Bowl. We used to play tackle football. Now we run around grabbing flags. You know how Herm talks. We run around, we grabbing flags. Oh, let me grab your flag. And it's like, oh, Herm. <laughs> Ain't nobody, che- ain't nobody checking for flag football. Ain't nobody checking for tackle football in the Pro Bowl. Don't do that. It's yeah. fine. I actually find what they didn't de- have done with the Pro Bowl entertaining. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I a look at it. it's extremely entertaining. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. I didn't really watch last year, but yeah, I'll, I'll take a look. I like the little side games they put in mm-hmm. there and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll check it out. Hey, in the chat, <laughs> uh, Roddy, Roddy says Tuesday is media day. Okay. <laughs> How the hell would you know? <laughs> That wasn't very nice. You didn't have to do that. What'd you do that to Roddy for? Oh, well, I, just, I just had to. I had to What'd do it. What'd you do that to Roddy for? I just had to do it. I had to do it. I'm sorry, Roddy. You know it's love. What, what, Roddy's what, just trying to help the show or whatever. What, 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 what Roddy do? Roddy ain't do nothing, did he? That's no, a shot at Raiders fans. How the hell would they know when no. anything is going on in a Super Bowl? I mean, you're not I, wrong. I think, I think Roddy feels the same way you do, Roddy. I think Roddy might be just a football fan now. <laughs> he, he's Rob Lowe with the NFL hat. <laughs> No, nah, I'm just messing with you. Raider fans, they got they they really don't believe that I don't have a problem with them. I don't. I don't have a problem with the Raiders at all. The only time that comes up is like they hate the 49ers. So then they start talking. What I'm just supposed to just not talk back. Like, yeah, we're gonna talk back. But it like in my heart, like if they would just shut the hell up, oh. I'd have no problem with the Raiders. I actually want okay. them to be successful. Yeah, just shut the hell up. That's all you gotta do. Or well. you don't talk about the Niners. Keep your mouth. Act act like the the Niners or the Titans. Y'all don't say nothing about the Titans. Uh, treat us that way, and I show love right back. But then they get to bumping their gums and getting the Twitter fingers, and well, receipts get taken. No beef though. No beef. I uh I, I need Roddy just to clarify for me real quick. You you hate Mar- Roddy hates Mark, he does Davis, hate Mark Davis. But do you still like the football team, the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you still do you I still think like he does. them? I'm he just curious. I'm just curious. I um, think you can hate the owner and like the team. So, like, I hate Steven Ross. Like, I that guy's a, that guy sucks. I couldn't. I think I, I gotta could. go. It's like, I gotta I don't go. Have, well, I don't really like the Giants owner. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Goodbye. That guy's a yeah. With Charles Johnson, he's like they actually have like 70 people that own the Giants. I think he's the majority owner. Um, I don't like him, but I still like the Giants. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's, it's it's interesting. Raider Raider fan, man. I don't, I don't have a problem with the Raiders, I'm telling y'all. I actually like the Silver and Black. My dad was a Raider fan. They don't, like, because they don't, ain't nothing going on with the Raiders and Niners. literally never talk about your dad. I don't know what yeah, weight that Raider holds. Fan. He's a Raider fan. 
Okay. And I had no problem with it. But when, he, like any other Raider fan, he would start talking crazy about the Niners. I got to start talking crazy about the Raiders. I didn't want to. Isn't it like a Bay Area thing? It is. It is a Bay Area thing. I get it. But like I said, if they would just shut the hell up, I would root for them all the time to be successful. I was happy when they came back to Oakland. I was like, oh, man, this is dope. Yeah, Oakland getting the team back. Let's go. And as soon as it happened, they started talking crazy about the Niners. I was like, damn, all right. Okay. They are in Las Vegas now, so I don't know if that matters, but <laughs> maybe it doesn't. Um, Mike Brown challenged the play like 40 seconds into the game. Come on, Mike. What was that? I actually, it just, it just dawned on me right now. I, I knew something. I didn't watch the press conferences last night. Did anyone ask Mike why he did that? Because I don't well, even I imagine anyone. I mean, the only I, Chris Biederman was there. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else was there. If Chris yeah. Biederman was there, that means J.A. wasn't. We know James Ham wasn't. Sean Cunningham's been covering the 40. I, I'm guessing it was only Chris Biederman that was there. Yeah. And I don't know if Chris asked him, like, bro, what? What were you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, did. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Casey, we're looking at the TV. Casey says, I think Mike called the timeout. We're like 40 <laughs> seconds into the game. And I look down at my phone because obviously the volume is down in the in the KSFM studio, and I see James's tweet that Mike Brown challenged a play. It's like, <laughs> oh God, this is what we're doing. Okay, all right, Mike. Now I don't know if Mike was like trying to make a point. I don't know. I don't know what it was, yeah. but to burn a challenge forty seconds into a game is. I don't understand it. That's a move, and and I didn't. Uh... I didn't go back and watch the play. When I had to go back, I just watched the second half. I think half. it was an out-of-bounds play. And I heard it was clearly, like, not overturnable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe you get bonused if you win your challenges more. I'm not sure. Because Mike really just, he just, ah, challenge it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> ah, see what happens. Like, sometimes, sometimes I can understand, like, on a foul call, because even though, like, it's in the first quarter. If Sabonis is getting his third foul, you might want to. Yeah, I got that. that. I got that. Like I get that. Out of bounds. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Like, what do you need that for? Like the fourth quarter, or something important. <laughs> Which there was a moment where you go, well, they probably could use that challenge right here, but we challenge it on out of bounds for. I have no idea, but That's Mike, crazy. I'm telling you, I've told y'all this now for a couple. Mike is hilarious. Funny dude. Mike is a funny dude, man. <laughs> Whether it's 45-second uh, challenges or it's uh, just playing Chris Duarte for no reason and then never playing him again. Yeah, he's even funnier when they're nine games over 500. He's funnier when they're in the midst of a four-game win streak, <laughs> which is where they are right now. And we could talk about oh, all of the – I just wanted to – I meant to ask you guys this. I don't even know – I don't even know if we necessarily need to bring this to the to the – to the air, air. But do I get too any, late, pal? Do I get anything for uh, win, winning the guessing game last night in the group chat? I won. I won. Oh, you did. What I was won. the guessing? Are game? we keeping? Are we keeping standings? Are we? We're, we're gonna have some fun with that with the little who they send in, like the little games we're playing. Who they send into the podium and stuff. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. <laughs> it, it was in a loss. Yeah. The question is, any guesses for who goes to the podium if they lose? I'm gonna go with Lyles. Wanted to go Davion, but he's probably well. I didn't see. I didn't see. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't see the. I didn't see the lost part. 
I was, yeah, I was no, at you practice. Don't. I'm willing to give him that I, win, though. Yeah, no. give me that. Give no, me no, that. No, 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 that was preseason. No. That was preseason. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No. To me. No. 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 Count it. You don't get. You don't get a. You don't get credit for that. They didn't lose. They didn't lose. There is the qualifier. We'll call it preseason. Calm down, Draymond Caraway. <laughs> they didn't lose. No, you don't get credit for that. Absolutely not. I hate it here. I got some <laughs> ideas for Kings Bingo. Hey, buddy, though. the trade deadline's coming up. <laughs> I was about to send you. I know what you was going to say. Yeah. Send you over there with Allen and see if we can get Chris Watkins back. What, 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 what? No, I was going <laughs> way down the hall. Way down the hall. Oh. Oh. Don't do that. Talk that fantasy football up in here, boy. Don't do that. <laughs> They're gonna have to send multiple. They're gonna have to send multiple first round picks and a pay raise if they do that. Yeah, you don't get credit for guessing something that didn't happen. The the record right now. The only thing I keep track Damn, of. I'm like Mike Brown. I lost my. <laughs> Damn. Thirty minutes into the show, we got three and a half hours left, and Kenny already used his challenge flag. Can you imagine if Mike Brown and Buddy Hill were like paired together? How many challenges would be thrown? Oh, oh my man. god! Oh man! Like would Buddy, for, like Jordy, seconds in. Jordy, Jordy, Buddy said challenge it. Buddy said challenge it. Would any of them reach the second half? Would he ever have a challenge in the second half? Only on games Buddy sat and <laughs> Buddy have a never challenge sit, in the second so. quarter. Yeah, hey, the crazy thing is, I lost my challenge thirty minutes into the show on a fairly obvious call. <laughs> it said loss. That's it. Did yeah. <laughs> Mike Brown Caraway over here, just all over the place. Dr. Davis says, Kenny, I'm trading D'Lo to the end. He already did that. That is cap. He already did that. Stop listening to Shams. This didn't happen. Dr. Davis. I, I heard it, Dr. David. I heard it. Me and you heard it the same way. Um. So what do you want me to do here? You want me to keep track of pocket watching and then random D'Lo and Casey nah, games? I'll keep track of the D'Lo and Casey games. This is my thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, because right now be Jesse's Jesse's four and two, but no, you okay? I said I should be. It one was it was preseason, and there was an obvious qualifier. Like Damien is right. Yeah, the challenge is lost. The game didn't even take place. What? Who do they send to the podium? I'm saying in I a should loss, be one know, the game not. didn't even take place. I'm not because I'm not. they didn't lose, and it's not always going to be a podium thing either. We'll have different stuff. It'd be a good thing. <laughs> well. It is the summer of the Olympics, so random and D'Lo and KC games right here on ESPN 1320 all summer long. Whew, goodness gracious. Oh, man. Good this times, is, though. Kings won, though. That's all I really, that's all I really see, care about. This show isn't nearly as fun if you want me to be upset because the Kings won ugly. Okay, bro. It ain't going to be me. That's all I care about. And to me, I know they didn't take care of the ball. Well. Like 17 or 19 turnovers, that's way too much. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's pretty simple. They just didn't hit their threes. Mm-mm. They hit 11 threes on the night. Yeah. And, uh, and Harrison, Wilson, Harrison was 2 of 10. Yikes. Hey, get uh, him up, though. Got him up. Get him up. Got him up. Get him up. Will Z already knows what I'm looking for. They had 27 uh, wide open threes last night. They were 8 of 27. I mean, I think the feeling about this game is completely different if they hit three more threes. Cause they because number one, they would have what, 112 points at that at that point. Or what was mm-hmm. it? Yeah, You're 100, right. 112 points. 
as as much as we were like, oh, Memphis, they let Memphis hang around. Memphis didn't even score 100 points. 94. It's not like they – and they were shot crazy in the first quarter, hitting seven to ten threes. Well, all we're really talking the, – the, 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 the truth of all of this is we're talking about a single quarter, and it was the first one. Mm. It was 33 to 18 after one, and that sucked. And I'll be, I'll be straight up. We're watching this. We're annoyed with it. I never thought the Kings were losing this right. game. I thought they were going to – and they were this close to it. I thought they'd be up at the half. Yeah, and I thought they were going to wind up winning 15. Mm. They didn't, but it's, I don't care. Nine. Like right, yeah. they, they didn't yeah. even play well and they got in at right. some point. So we're really talking about a 33-18 to 18 deficit in the first quarter. Then for the rest of the game, you have 29-17, to 20-21, and 28-23. to 23. Memphis – That's all it is. As I, as I look at this here, I, I believe they finished first quarter 7 of 10 – from beyond the arc. That means they went 6 of 26 for the rest of the game? 7 of 10 after 1. The Kings were 0 for 10. Oh, Kings were 0 for 10 uh, after 1. And yes, you're correct. They finished uh, 13 index. Yeah. So the, the Grizzlies did. I'm sorry. The Grizzlies yeah. finished 13. 36. 36. Yeah. Well, for well 26 the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That they hit, like I said, three, three more, three, and they, and that's all. That's always what I'm looking for, and that's why that stat is so important to me. If they're generating open looks, that mean to me, that means the the offense is working the way it should be, and they generated open looks. They had them for whatever reason, and, and this comes with a situation where maybe they just weren't focused enough. There, that's a possibility too. That they weren't focused, they were lackadaisical. Domas acknowledged as much. Yeah, and, they, and that's not. I'm not even like giving them a pass on that. Like you got to keep some type of focus during these games. Um, but yeah, you lose your focus a little bit. That affects your shot as well. Like mm-hmm. you're not really locked in on the follow through or getting your legs set or feet set or anything like that. So, um, to me, that's really what it came down to. They didn't. They didn't hit their threes. We're speaking about random D'Lo and Casey games. Jesse spotted this. I didn't even catch it. Harrison Barnes scored twelve. Oh man! For those that were with us yesterday, <laughs> we set the Harrison Barnes over under at twelve and a half. <laughs> I saw that yesterday. I was like, you know what? I don't ever want any part of this gambling stuff. It's not for me. Like this is scary. Uh, and who took the under? Jesse. Me, I was the only one who I took the under. One. Yeah, I went over. I yeah, went I over. went over. And James <laughs> took the over too. And and wow, Jesse, 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 the only one who got paid yesterday. That is bananas. And and he had the look. I can't deal. Yeah, he yeah, took he the did. shots. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's but, crazy. So so that's so this 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 is that thing again that we were talking about yesterday. There was a conversation had mm. because this wasn't Harrison's hot. So he's going to keep shooting. Mm. This wasn't Harrison is hot. Let's find him, you know, looks. Let's create shots for him. This was HB be aggressive, and he was aggressive throughout the makes and misses, Mm -hmm. which I'd argue that's exactly what you want. He was 5 of 15. We used to say, we, you used to say, I'd rather Harrison be 3 of 14 Mm -hmm. than 3 out of 4. Take those shots. Put those shots up. And that's what he did. Yeah, I, uh, I don't have – We mentioned the two of ten from three. I don't have any problem with this game last night. I mean, obviously he wasn't hitting. I would want him to score. Three rebounds, four assists. But Homie I mean, was not invisible. No, he was out there. He was active. So I don't, ex- I don't expect him to have 30 
points every time or 20 or nothing like that. He's a, a 13 to 15 point per game score since he's been with the Kings for a reason. That's that's who he is, and that's fine. I just need to get those 13 to 15. You look at his averages, he's shooting 47% from the field, 40, 40% from three. You get the shots up, I mean, that's only going to help the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard it did the same thing. Yep. Herder, you know the the two combined got thirty shots up. They each got fifteen up. But uh, Herder continues to be. I had some numbers on Kevin Herder. I don't, I don't remember where I put him. We'll we'll talk about him throughout the day. Um, but he's his stretch over the last seven or so games since missing Philly, I think mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, he missed Philly. Has been has been really 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 solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Lyles carried the bench this time. Uh, with 10 points, and Malik, Malik going through it a little bit right now. Mm, yeah. Um, not having that same, not that, not, not having that same vibe, that same energy when he's out there on the floor. Yeah. Or maybe that, maybe the energy is there and just the production isn't there. Uh, just things have been a little, little bit off with Malik the last couple of games. Can't, can't put my finger on it. Um, but definitely a little, a little off. Like I go back to that Warriors game where, there were just some. Ooh, that's not my not not that's that's not like Malik. Yeah. There was a couple of those moments in that one. Um, seems like he hasn't really settled down since then. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure what it is. I mean, it feels could just like be a run. The, yeah, it could just be a run. It feels like the um, the the shot attempts are down. You know, and even the the minutes kind of feel down. A last, bit. yeah, last. Five games. Last five games, he's at single-digit shot attempts. Um, nine, six, five, five, six. Only in one of these last five games has he scored double digits. He scored thirteen against Atlanta. He did it on four of six and five of five from the free throw line. Uh, everything else, you know, he had that that um, you know. Dreadful one and six performance against Indiana at the free throw line. Um, you know that would have that would have changed his point total a little bit. Uh, but you go back to the game before that is the Phoenix one. Sixteen shot attempts, twenty one, seventeen, thirteen, fifteen, working backwards. Nine, sixteen, twenty. Yeah, the the shot attempts have fallen way off the the and the playing time. You're a hundred percent correct. The playing time has come down. Twenty six minutes in that game versus Indiana. 25 minutes in the game versus Atlanta, and then 19, 19, and essentially 20. Does that have to do with Davion getting more time now? Um, Davion, it's four games ago, he got 22 minutes, and he had 15, 10, and that um, was at 16 yesterday. That's a, I, I do think that's a part of it because Mike acknowledged he felt like he was playing De'Aaron and Malik too much. You can – Malik, I feel like you can – control his playing time more if he's not playing well. With De'Aaron, you can't. If De'Aaron's not playing well, it doesn't matter. If De'Aaron's not playing well, you might be in a tough spot as a team and you just you play through it. It's the it, it, We've said this a million times. If De'Aaron is 0 of 20 mm-hmm. entering the fourth quarter, I want De'Aaron to be as aggressive as he ever is in the fourth quarter because it's De'Aaron Fox and I expect those shots to fall for him at some point. Wow. You probably, you know, Mike might not feel that way with Malik. Like you, you look at the play. The the one that will just stand out in my mind is the play to the 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 Kaminga play, 
where he's driving and he's he's like kind of just dribbling into the middle of the lane mm-hmm. and he just runs right into Kaminga and Kaminga just clamps down on the ball and it's like, man, that's like the second time Malik has kind of gotten caught up here on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of plays last night where he was dribbling the ball a little wild. Um but again, he wasn't the only one. So I, I don't I don't know how to like pinpoint everything. It just feels like a a rough go, and if things aren't clicking for him offensively, Mike makes the decision. You know, let's let's try something else. So, ironically, and I think this is just a weird coincidence. Um, I went back last year's game logs, and around the same time of the year, mm-hmm. he had a four-game stretch, and one of the only stretches all year, where he had one, two, three, four straight games. Single-digit points. He had two, two, five, and nine. Mm. Um, played 15 minutes, 11 minutes, 16 minutes, 20 minutes. Single-digit shot attempts in three of the four games. Mm. So I don't know if this is – because it didn't feel like he, he had the same type of work. Like as I look at his game log – didn't feel like he had the same type of work log last year, you know, leading up to this time on the calendar as he did this year. Seems like this year he, he had a little bit more on his plate. So I'm not sure what happened in the middle of the season last year. But literally, what's the what's the dates on this? It starts on January 18th, and the next time he scores double digits is January 23rd. So right around the same time of the year. Uh, he just kind of had a bad spell of games. Yeah. I mean, and in those games, he didn't shoot well. He was one of four, one of nine, and one of six in three of those games. I'm trying to. I don't think I'll be able to do this quick enough. And I don't even know it's the discrepancy I thought. Malik has shot. Now, we'll talk about it in a minute. We'll talk more about Malik Monk, and we've got to give uh, DeMontis Sabonis uh, his love here as he yeah. had an extraordinary game last night, really a historic game uh, for the Sacramento Kings uh, last night that will largely go ignored <laughs> by everyone outside this market. Mm. So that's coming up here. See the one Casey brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I missed I missed the Cody Seth situation. So the gist of it is, and I'm sure we'll talk a lot of WrestleMania with Jason Jones when he joins us and Royal Rumble and all that stuff. The gist of it was Seth came out and gave um, gave 
Cody, like, hey, Roman's not the guy. That's not the real title. Mm. That's the that's the Hulk Hogan whatever title. Mm-hmm. You want this title. This is the worker's title. This is the title your dad would hold. This is the title your dad would be proud of. And they tried to sell Cody. They tried to sell Seth as a challenger for Cody at WrestleMania. Roman. Mm. And it's like, okay. What are they doing? That's one way around it if you, in fact, are going rock. That's one. Now that Punk's out of the equation and that story's gone and it was acknowledged at the start of the show, Punk torn tricep. He's missing WrestleMania. He's not main event. it. Cut a great promo to start the show. That's out. I still don't think it's what you do, but you could. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that anyone would be too deflated punk if, if Cody winds up winning the world title or whatever the specific, I think it's called the world title, yeah. and challenges Roman at a later date and time. Yeah, I was, as you're you know, talking that out, I wouldn't be mad at Roman Rock WrestleMania, Cody, Seth, whatever you want to do there. Cody don't even have to win it, to be honest with you. He, he, doesn't, he can. He doesn't have to. And there's nothing wrong with Cody Roman at SummerSlam. God, that just that just dawned on me. One, Cody has to win it. Two, I don't think Seth should lose for the fourth straight time. So scratch all of this. Mm. That can't happen. Are we sure The Rock wasn't just talking when he said the head of the no. table? Are you sure? No, no, no we're, we're not like sure. Today he was no, 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 we're not sure. We're not sure that he was just talking. Oh, yeah, because it's TKO, the company, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's talking about being on the board or whatever, and like now he gets to sit at the table that his family created. So, like, you know. Yeah, he, oh, I think it's all been he, work. I think he, well, I think he definitely was talking Roman, but there's a lot of people that believe it was nothing more than a heat check, and they're really going to do it the following year. I just don't know. It just that 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 the match doesn't mean as much without the without the run for Roman to me, because mm-hmm. part of it to me it's one final way to solidify Roman. Mm-hmm. You beat the Rock, and and I'm I'm assuming you end the Rock. Mm-hmm. It's over. There's no more speculation about the Rock wrestling. His, it's done. He's done wrestling. Yeah. And then it, it's twofold. It builds up the person who ends the run, which is Cody. But if it can't, if it can't work in that order, the match means a lot less. Doesn't mean it'll suck. Like novelty matches are always fine, but in the end, that's all it is is a novelty match, mm-hmm. and. You could put it in Saudi Arabia for all I care. It doesn't matter as much as that at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. I'm sorry, I meant to ask you. Have you seen that that video footage of uh Dusty Rhodes playing basketball before? Yes. Hooper. <laughs> I did. Sharpshooter. That is wild. Dusty was open. That is a wild piece of video just for his attire <laughs> alone. It is a wild piece of video. Dusty Rhodes walked so Nikola Jokic could run. <laughs> the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, out there hooping. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. I think we got our man Lazy Scorsese. Lazy, hey. what's happening, baby? Yo, D-Lo and Casey, what's okay. popping, guys? Yo, what's up? Hey, happy New Year! I'm gonna see y'all on Friday, man. I'm gonna be at that Sky River, boy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into Birdman out of nowhere. Gonna see you, boy. Right. Hey, boy. That's right. Hey, guys. Hey, I just want. I think what Lazy does is he calls and goes, "How quickly <laughs> can I get on D'Lo's nerves?" 
And no, that was quick. No, that was fast. That was quicker than a Mike Brown challenge. H-A-L. That was good. It was quicker than a Mike Brown challenge. It was very good. That's right. I, I'm out here breaking records, man. No doubt. Just like us at Sky River, we could be breaking records. Okay, Everybody okay. come all out. All right, all right, Lizzie. Calm down. <laughs> okay, my bad. Uh, I just want to talk about the Kings. I, I wanted to talk Lizzie about going to be pulling everybody's side. Tell us about what you love about D-Lo and KC. <laughs> sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cook. I got you. Go ahead. No, no you good. Uh, uh, I was going to talk about wrestling. Oh, no, I was going to talk about the Kings basketball. Um, you know, Kings are doing good right now. Got a four-game win streak, but, you know, you're coming up. You got to play my Miami Heat pretty soon. So, just wanted to just say sorry to all the fans. You know, the streak's coming to an end, but you guys, you know, you'll bounce back again. What streak? Your seven-game losing streak? Oh, hey, no, no yeah, you, our you, streak is coming to an end, and y'all's that... winning streak coming to an end. Boy, I saw on the TV today, is it time for the Heat to trade Jimmy Butler? Uh, th- you know, Lord. It's getting kind of wonky in Miami. Is Lizzie still there? No, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, I was going to ask him what time the Eagles play. Oh, that's not nice. It is what it is. I remember everything that was said. And Lizzie's actually very nice with it. He's very nice. So, you know, it's it's Well, how can it's he not difficult. be? Listen to how happy that man it's was. It's difficult for me to trash talk to Lizzie because he is nice. But he can get these strays too. Eagles fan coming here talking about fly, Eagles fly. Go to hell, Eagles, go to hell. How about that? He's just repping his team. The only one who who really talks crazy besides Ramsey. Ramsey talks. John. John Poles? Yeah. Okay. Rob W. Uh, what's John Poles? Cow- hey, Rob W., Cowboys suck. Yeah, but what, who, sorry. who's John Poles a fan of? Raiders. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. All of y'all, all of y'all, make sure you tune in. February 11th to the Super Bowl. All of y'all. Tune in. Okay. Are we doing this like every day for the next two weeks? Hell yeah. Okay. He's talking crazy for months. All right. There's no chance that he tried Jimmy Butler, right? No, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. That's, that's, I think, that's that first take stuff. I yeah. None to that. I, I think – I don't know. I really don't know what is going on with the Heat because I like the team they have. I like the the move to get Terry Rozier. And, look, mm-hmm. they're they're in a tough spot right now. They could just eat just as easily. Seven straight losses around. is nuts. That's crazy. I can't yeah, believe that them. happened. Yeah, that's nuts. I think they were like three games in on the losing streak already then traded for Terry. I'm sure that kind of adds to it because now you're just trying to learn how to play with each other. Can we look up Spo's longest losing streak? Hmm. I'll look that up right now. I know this is the longest one, I believe, since 2008, though. I saw that stat. Man. Well, he, he probably got one with D-Wade. I was going to say, how much? When when LeBron left and D-Wade couldn't yeah, handle business. Yeah, I don't business. feel like that team was that bad, though. Uh, he didn't make the playoffs. It was like a, no, they didn't, but I feel like they were a high 30 Maybe. win team. Maybe. That's a, well, Jesse just said the longest one since 2008, you said? So that was before LeBron got there. Yeah, yeah, he was, was. there in 08-09. Spolster mm-hmm. was his first season. Wow, 08-09. So, so, that, so this is Eric Spolster's longest losing streak, then. Yeah. Did you just make that up? No, I swear I saw. Okay, the stat. okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you just didn't convincingly see say yeah because well, I don't like to because I don't like remember I saw like I saw it but I don't remember exactly who tweeted well, I saw. It. If 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 Spolster started in two thousand eight, then. Now he may have had. They said the the longest one since two thousand eight. Yeah, that's why. So that one might be that. longer than seven games. There's no guarantee this is the longest. It's just the longest since two thousand eight. 
longest losing streak. Can't be that difficult to find, is it? Fifteen straight games. Ask Jeeves. This is the longest losing streak in the career of Coach Eric Spolstra. So it was 2007, 2008. 15 games. Damn. Damn. So that was Pat Riley's last season then, wasn't it? Pat Riley's last season is what? Head coach? Yeah, yeah head coach. He took over. Yeah, that sounds His poster right. was 08-09. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because, Pat, they went to the playoffs next year and got swept in the first round by the Bulls. You, you two are making me feel like an idiot. <laughs> I, 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 Trying to defend what your championship. What year did Eric Spolstra start with the Heat? No, he started the 08-09 season. I, I had that pulled oh, yeah, up. So, so why does this say? Why does why this? I'm going to read to you verbatim what this says. And uh, let me. Th- this is an article about last night's game. I think. Because uh, who'd they lose to last night? Phoenix. Yes. Yes. It's the Heat's longest losing streak, dropping 15 straight games. Okay. All right. Got it. Got it. 15 straight games is the longest. Okay, so this is the longest losing streak of Eric Spolster's career. This is, okay. This is. This seven-game losing streak is the longest losing streak of Eric Spolster's career. Man. God, that was a lot of work for the freaking Miami Heat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're thorough here. We're thorough with the Kings opponents. Man. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that. Well, is it going to be eight or is it going to be five? <laughs> I guess one would result in the other, but um, oh, I hope yeah, it's, the Sacramento. I, I hope it's eight. I hope it's eight and five. Uh, the Sacramento Kings will take on the Heat. Yeah, seven straight. That's that's kind of bizarre uh, for uh, Miami. We talked about Malik struggles. Okay, stop, stop. We got to talk about Demontis Sabonis. We haven't shown that man his proper love. There's a couple of other things to talk about in this game, in this stretch, particularly Keegan Murray. We'll we'll get to that. But DeMontis Sabonis put on one of the, I'd argue, one of the great performances uh, that we've seen from a Sacramento King uh, last night. Mm. 20 and 26. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. From DeMontis Sabonis. Absolutely Ridiculous, and there started to be some rumblings with people that it's starting to feel like Domas might be left out of Thursday's announcement, which is which is crazy. And it, of course, it's really kind of crazy when you think about it. That sends you into this rabbit hole of looking up stats for guys like Anthony Davis mm-hmm. and Rudy Gobert and Carl um, okay. Anthony Towns, and it's just like y'all really. He's he's down to 19.9 points per game. He's at 7.9 assists per game. Mm. He's at 13 rebounds. Mm. Boy, I can't help but wonder if it'd be different. It was 20, 13, and 8 versus .9 on each end of that stat line. That's crazy. Ridiculous, man. That is crazy. So The so- disrespect of this man's game, if he's not named to the All-Star team, is incredible. And it's a disrespect to this franchise as well. I agree, 100%. I was trying to figure out who would be ahead of him. And for both of these guys, like who would get on. And I came up with something uh, on one of the that's sporting news or something like that. The site says 
The reserves are going to be two guards, three forwards, three front courts, and two wild cards. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking the the guards, the two guards, will be Steph and Ant-Man. Those will be the two guards. Okay. And then the front court guys, it's probably – it's probably going to be Kawhi. Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns probably gets there. And AD probably gets there. Mm. If I had to choose. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Sabonis. But I'm doing this saying Sabonis. Is the snub. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. snub. I still, I don't see two other wild cards that get ahead of those two. Fox and Sabonis. Because now we're talking about. Book. Ah, there is book. There is book. So book's a wild card. Paul George. So I'm not saying over, mm-hmm. but like we, you know, James went through this exercise about teams with, with 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 two all stars, and he got to the Clippers. And if you got the Clippers as the best team, you mm-hmm. Kenny Carraway got the Clippers as the best team in the Western Conference. It to me seems like you probably put a lot of value on the. I think it's like twenty three points each that those guys are averaging. Kawhi to me is a no brainer. Yeah, Kawhi's been phenomenal. Um, and I I just got to wonder if it's Paul George. So so here's the deal. And what you said, yeah, I think I can understand that, right? Like I think the Clippers are the best team in the West, so they got to get two. But there can't be two best teams in the West, right? So, which is why Carl Anthony Towns that's, shouldn't that's be in this saying. conversation. So, so some people may look at the standings and say they're one seed; they should get two. You put but Carl. People, there. people or don't matter. Yeah, see, coaches I don't think coaches that. care. I'm telling you, I, I, we talked about it earlier. I don't think he should. I, I but I've I've heard rumblings mm-hmm. that go ahead that Rudy Gobert might mm-hmm. sneak in here. Yeah, that would be a travesty. Rudy Gobert would be the Jaron Jackson selection of this All Star. That would team. be a travesty. There's there should be no way. I, I'm I'm I didn't even pull up the number. Let me pull up the number. There should be no way Rudy's even in consideration. He's not. He or I mean I'm excuse me. He shouldn't be. Yeah. I lo- I looked up the numbers earlier. He's it's it's no. He shouldn't be. He's not the league's leading rebounder. He's at like 13 points per game. He averages one assist per game. It's not even close to what Demontis Sabonis does. 13 and 12 and a half. It should be. It shouldn't even be close. The only reason I'm even thinking about him is because people. I don't even know if it's Zach Lowe's or anything like that, but people have talked about it. They've talked about uh, him possibly getting recognition from the. Coach. And the reason I think that they'll do that is because of the the nonsense from Jaron Jackson last mm-hmm. year. What was the conversation around Jaron Jackson being nominated to the All Star team? Well, you've got to reward defense somehow. Mm-hmm. Well, guess who's the best scoring defense in the Western Conference? In fact, guess who's the best scoring defense in the league? Timberwolves. It's it's Minnesota. Yeah. And they are going to look at Rudy Gobert as the anchor for that. Yeah. Yeah. And he shouldn't be an all-star. Absolutely not. So It's I, not Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, though. Right. No. It can't, it's, it's not it's both of those. Other. It's yeah, one it's of the one other. It's one of the other. Which still leaves one spot open, it feels like. Well, there's Paul George. It, it, there's there's well, Paul George, I think they're going to give it to Booker, and then you've got, uh, I th- so I'll, I probably would put Book in because I'm just confident they're going to do it. So, so it's one, one spot. Wild card, and it that's goes to De'Aaron or Paul Sabonis. George, De'Aaron or Domas. Yeah. 
And I think I don't know how. And I do it, think one of them. I gets don't in, think though. De'Aaron's getting left out. Yeah, I think I think one of them gets in. And if I had to bet money on it, it's probably De'Aaron. Taking a quick peek. De'Aaron is also. What and no, NBA's not. Do the the coaches the coaches choose the wild cards? Yeah. Okay. Coaches choose every yeah. Wild cards just mean the position. Any position. Like it doesn't matter the position. I was just checking because there there was that top selling jersey thing out there too, and if the NBA got anything to say about it, so the NBA the NBA selects replacements. Mm. Adam selects replacements. Mm. Um, let's let, a quick exercise. Bought, uh, uh, Tatum and Brown or, or Celtics got an All Star. Uh, Bucks obviously have. Two, uh, Philadelphia's got all stars. New York got Brunson. Cleveland's got uh, Donovan. Pacers have Tyrese. If De'Aaron and Domas don't make it, they would be the only team in the top six with no all stars. Yeah, that's that'd be crazy. And two teams in this in this scenario, two teams below them would have two. In Phoenix and L.A., and then you would have a 19 and 24 team getting in Steph Curry. And I and I, I hate to keep harping on this because I, I love Steph Curry. I really do love Steph Curry, and I have no problem with him being on the All Star team. But that's what's kind of messing some of this up. I don't think he he shouldn't be an All Star ahead of any of those guys that we mentioned. Steph Book, is averaging twenty seven points per game. I, I don't I, I can't I can't make the argument for Steph not to be on the All Star team. Mm. Like I don't agree with you and, and I know James is feel I know you and James feel the exact same way. And, and maybe it maybe I'm I'm reading this wrong. I got him at f- about forty five percent, forty percent from three, ninety two percent from the free throw line, twenty seven point three points per game. Four rebounds, five assists. Those are virtually De'Aaron Fox's numbers, aren't they? Yeah, but I, the I would go, I would well not the I would go back and say, well, Trey Young should be in the All Star game, and I know you're vehemently against that. Yeah, I'm talking about empty calories. Trey Young averaging twenty seven a night. I think he's averaging twenty seven and ten. Okay, I don't care if you put Trey. He ain't got nothing to do with De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> do whatever you want to over there. I don't care what you do in the East. You got no, you got no problem. Do whatever you want to in the East. <laughs> but I don't think anybody would. I don't think but people it, look at Trey Young as being like, yeah, he should be on the All Star team. So is Steph is Steph Curry? And this is, I think this was James's argument. Is Steph Curry a, a great player on a bad team? Yes, to the same degree that Trey Lance is. Trey Young is. Trey Lance is a great player on a bad well, team too. Well, that <laughs> remains to be seen. Not the bad, not the bad team part. That's proven. <laughs> um, but. Is Trey Young? Is he is 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 Steph Curry a great player on a bad team to the degree that Trey Young is? Because um, Atlanta stinks, and yeah. I don't think Trey has any bearing on wins or losses at this point. Steph, I still think does. They lost their they lost their last two games by a point. Yeah, Each. I mean they'd probably be worse without Steph Curry for sure, uh, in my opinion, at least. You can't say that the Hawks would be any worse or better without Trey Young. So I think Steph has a greater impact on his bad team in a positive way than Trey Young does. But 
Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument Dre's having a better season than Steph Curry. And I'm only saying that because people will be like, he don't need to be an all-star. Steph, I mean, is there is there equity? Is there benefit of the doubt? Is any sure, of that stuff for sure? Here? That's why. That's Trey why. Get that. That's that's why I don't have a problem with Steph being an All Star. Okay, but if we were, if we're being fair about this, I don't know if he's an All Star this year, or should make the All Star team. Yeah, Two I different just, things. I just I just disagree with that. I don't I don't agree with that at all. What are books numbers? Do you have those in front of you? I can, I, I can get it. I can get him if you don't. I can get him quick because I have the. Uh, yeah, he's twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight point four. Twenty eight five rebounds, seven point three assists. Wow. Jeez. Salute. Okay. I didn't know his right. assist numbers. Were I didn't. Time. I didn't either. I didn't either. Yeah, he gonna make it. Book certified. He is certified. Yeah, Steph. Steph is. It's. It, yeah. Yeah. But his his spot is. Solidified like that's about it. But with with that said, though, I think a coach, right or wrong, will. Well, we we can't have a top six team without an all star representative. Mm. I think they would lean more towards De'Aaron than Domas. Yeah, I agree. De'Aaron is more of the star. I agree. Um, and I, I mean, and I'm not trying to pit the two against each other but I mean that's if you gotta go with one I mean Fox is the best player on the team yeah you, know, I, it, you go with De'Aaron Fox I don't argue no, unfortunately yeah. for Sabonis yeah but he, he's deserving 100% but if you're like man well we don't have room but we gotta get one it's, it's gotta be Fox I think there's a lot of things that are gonna come into play here the the Minnesota being the top team will result in two all-stars one of them be it Rudy or Carl Anthony Towns is gonna be unwarranted mm-hmm. Denver um, you're probably only getting Jokic, considering when you pit Jamal against those other players, it doesn't work. When you check them out with the other guards, it doesn't work. Oklahoma City only has one, and you can't make an argument for that anywhere. That's where the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard thing could come into play because the top four in the West is it's the final four of the Royal Rumble. Like it's one of those guys. Like they're the, the, like one of those teams are are it. And they're all kind of clumped up in the same spot. And then you get into the conversation of Sacramento, Phoenix, Dallas, and the Pelicans. Yeah, Yeah, the Pelicans with that next cluster of teams. But that that four is separated from the top four. Mm -hmm. And you can only make one real legitimate argument for multiple All-Stars on the Clippers. The coaches, I think, are going to force an argument with the Minnesota Timberwolves because of the way that they play defense. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact no one in the goddamn league is playing defense right now. <laughs> the coaches are going to say, well, we can't keep rewarding these guys who go out and score a bunch of points. Let's give it to Rudy Gobert. All of the coaches sound like, well, can't even use that guy's name anymore. <laughs> no, nah, he's out of here. Yeah, all of those coaches just sound like Jerry Jones. That's what we're <laughs> Well, like. they sound like well, Jerry Jones. No. I got to re- re- retire that voice. Well... It's unfortunate. I can't use that voice anymore. But luckily, could that voice just be a random corporate guy? We can call sure. it redacted. Redacted. <laughs> that redacted sure. voice. Yeah. All right. But I'm with that. I think they should reward defense as well, it's, it's because like, you got to play like defense. If you say his name. This happens to win the game. 
and to win championships. That's why we're going all in this coming year. No, he did we say won that. a championship. That's what he said. We want to bring one more before I die. I just wow. I just want to see a championship. Your thoughts, Ultimate it Warrior? It really hurts. Wait a minute. When you talk about Demontis Abonis and De'Aaron Fox, you look into the other worlds of Mars and you ask yourself, why is the sun beaming down? The Niners in a Super Bowl. The Eagles suck. And that's why Sabonis should be an all-star. I hate this job. I hate when you do that. It's my favorite thing now. I absolutely hate it. We'll come back. Talk a little more Kings basketball. We'll look around the league. Uh, hey, salute to the to the Celtics. They helped the uh, the Kings out. Uh, Thanks for finally winning a home game. Appreciate it. Wow. Oh, what was that? <laughs> uh, Doc Rivers lost his debut as the Bucks coach to the Denver Nuggets, uh, and we'll talk more Kings basketball specifically. Keegan Murray. Uh, that's ahead here on Sacramento Sports Leader, uh, ESPN thirteen twenty. Know why I'm so agitated with Shams. I don't know why either. When he didn't do nothing to me. He didn't do nothing. I just don't like the way he posted this. Damn. The Sacramento Kings will be represented at All-Star Weekend as Keegan Murray will be a part of the Rising Stars Challenge. Of course, he'll be on the sophomore team with the likes of uh, Paolo Bancaro, Jay Nivery, Benedict Matherin, Shaden Sharp, plenty, plenty, plenty others. Uh, but, yeah, Kings will be represented at least in that regard the question is will they have an actual all-star and we will find that out uh, on thursday last year i can't remember didn't wasn't there something where they weren't passing keegan the ball uh you mean he got he got iced out like jordan did yeah yeah i don't know if he necessarily got iced out but Mm. they were going to shoot it and he wasn't asking for the ball that sounds right because keegan murray's not going to be out the rising stars game like give me the ball give me the ball like he's just going to be just doing keegan murray stuff (laughs) <laughs> Keegan Murray didn't play particularly great last night either though it's it's hard to when when you have a game that is as sloppy as last night's was it's hard to pick apart well you know this guy just stunk but Keegan wasn't particularly sharp last night um you know we've been talking a lot lately and rightfully so about Keegan Murray's defense mm. um but he's been pretty good offensively. You know, we wondered if we he would take some, like, mythical, like, step forward uh, this season. And he, in fact, has. He's had damn near 16 points a game, which is exactly what we were looking for. Yeah. But his defense has been so good, especially, I, you know, he guarded Steph so much in that Warriors game a couple of nights ago. Uh, he frustrated the hell out of Luka, Luka Doncic, blocked one of Luka's shots, Luca got so angry, wound up picking a tech, picking up a technical. What did he say, Luca? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not you. You ain't gonna pull my string. I didn't see it. What did he say? <laughs> Guys are idiots. We can dump it. <laughs> this king touched me. <laughs> Come on, do you know you want to do more of the impression? <laughs> That's a good one, man. That's a good one. It's been a while. Official! This king put his hands on me! I don't even know why. Look at it. Look at it. It doesn't even sound like that. You got to do the I am Luca at the end. 
I am Luca. How did this even start? Official, I am talking to you. Don't call a technical on me. <laughs> I am Luca. This man put his hands on me. <laughs> Racket. Racket. It's the dumbest thing. No, like, it's not. It's, it's hilarious. For so <laughs> I am Luca. Oh, this man has put his hands on me. I'll put this show's King's talking impressions up against anyone. The funny, the funny thing about like Luca just gets this. He just gets this look on his face, like, and he walks away and he's like cussing, but I don't think he's actually saying words. Like he's not saying them to where they're audible, but it's just like for the streaming audience, it's like. He's like the bed bugs in the office, just walking away. Like, all yeah, smug. yeah, just, just, just walking away. Bed bugs. That's season. That's like season seven. Yeah, right? you're, I don't know ne- if you're, you're get never to getting yeah. to that episode. We'll check back in fifteen years on that one. Um. Yeah, Luca, Luca, funny, but but Kyrie was, or excuse me, Keegan was tremendous uh, against him, and the you know twenty eight points is you know that's that's a fantastic night, or I think it was twenty six points. On twenty eight shots, it really, or it was twenty eight on twenty six, whatever it was. Should have been twenty five, but he had a meaningless three at the end. Well, good for him. Um, Keegan did a hell of a job, especially uh, a night after him scoring, you know, seventy three, and you knew he probably wasn't going to do that, mm-hmm. and he was probably going to be exhausted. Yeah, that was a tough trip. That was a tough game too, which we, you know, in the in the. In the seventy, they need it's. It's a lot like Kobe's eighty-one for a stretch. They needed every one of those eighty-one points to win the game. Yeah, they needed those seventy-three points from Luca to win that basketball game, a game they desperately needed to win. Because remember, they were on a four-game losing streak mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. and I, I know I know James was like, "Hell, even if they win to in, in in Atlanta, you get them, you know, coming on the second night of a back-to-back, and boom, they've lost four out of five. Yeah, you take that in a heartbeat. So I think they'd been on a three-game losing streak if they wound up losing four out of five, but. I thought Keegan's been extraordinary on the defensive end, which poses the question. Could Keegan be an all-defensive player? This year or any time in his career? No, I'm talking about this year. Because hmm. I think that I think could he be in his career? That's I, I, I think that's whether he does or he doesn't. I, I don't think he can this year just because I feel like that's also a reputation-based award. I don't think he's mm. built that up yet. Like he's a great defender and all that now, but I don't think he has that the reputation, reputation around the league. You? Well, yeah, you start that this year, but I don't think it's enough for you to make the team. I got you. Mm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see who because remember, who, who, it's ten guys, right? It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah two teams, ten guys. You got to find ten all defensive players in this climate. Hmm. Well, you that's got, the other. Yeah, you're right. not wrong. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You got to find it in this climate. Hey, look, look. You want to get Rudy Gobert Award? Fine. There's a Rudy Gobert Award for you right there. Throw, throw him in there if you want to. You got um, – For going front court, I mean, AD, Giannis will probably make it. Bam, out of bounds, usually thrown in there. Well, he could make it. I'm looking at this I'm looking at this first team from last year. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mean this to any disrespect to them or to Keegan. There's a, there's a couple randoms on here. Caruso was first team All-NBA All-Defense. That's why he's garnering multiple first-round picks. It's the only way you can get him off the Chicago Bulls, according to the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> and the Chicago Bulls alone. Evan Mobley was first-team All-NBA All-Defense. I don't, I don't like the way you say Evan Mobley. 
It's so disrespectful. I mean, I'm just I, it's a little bit of a random. You just hate Evan Mobley. No I do not hate. I think Evan you do. Um, second team, you got Derek White, Draymond somehow made all defense, OG, Dylan Brooks, and Bam. So OG, Dylan. I mean, both okay. OG and Dylan Brooks probably making it again. I don't think Dylan Brooks will make it. Okay. I'm not saying he shouldn't. No, I got you. But I don't think he'll make it. OG will. OG will. Draymond probably won't make it this year. Who knows? Well, he can't. He don't have he's missed games. like 90 games. <laughs> enough games. And he's going to miss more when he eventually gets suspended again, <laughs> which isn't far away. It's going to happen. Stay tuned. Draymond won't make it. Um, Jaron Jackson probably won't make it. Evan Mobley won't make yeah. it. Caruso won't make it. So there's, yeah, there's, there's spots about, to be had. It's five to six spots. Yep, he could. I, I didn't, I didn't even think about it as being this year, but he could make it this year. Yeah. Well, let's start the campaign. Let's do it. Let's That's honestly what needs to happen. Get Keegan Murray on the all defensive team. Yeah. All defense. That's what. That's just what they used to say with uh, Tony Allen. I think in the arena, the announcers would say it. I think the radio people, they'd be like Tony Allen, all defense first team. Like they would say that every time they said his name. Mm-hmm. I have to say that with Keegan. It might be, oh, that's a new one. Keegan Murray, all defense first team. Started up at the Golden One Center. No. <laughs> do that after he scores, too. <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with defense. What if he did Keegan defense? Because <laughs> you're adding too much at the end. You keep the same cadence. Well, you did. You said it, and then you got to bring that all-defense first team. No one's going to be able to do that on rhythm. Yeah, plenty of time. Just play ski. They all, well, they all fall. Well, it's not. I'm, it's not wrong. Let's get Phil in here. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Though it does feel like the sexy red era may finally be coming to an end. Well, she's pregnant. Okay. I've seen her hey, a lot of my time. It's not my problem. Lately. As long as it's gone. Well, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, complex writer isn't that what that i think it was the that, root yeah root writer is is sexy red ruining the black community what like what why why 916-909-1320 what's up phil hey what's up what's up what's, what's good on, dog? I think I know I was gonna go on thursday what they're gonna because the league already makes fun of the kings right so they're going to pick everybody and make the Kings picks last, go to commercial, be like, is De'Aaron Fox is the boat is going to make the All-Star team? That's how it's going to go. Okay. Well, at least we'll get somebody in, though. I do think we'll get at least one in. I do believe that. I do, too. I just feel really bad because I don't think it's going to be DeMontis Sabonis and he deserves it. And then maybe, I, you know, who knows? Maybe someone won't play. Maybe he's like first reserve like what yeah. De'Aaron was last year. Or first, AD will probably won't play. First he's out up. tonight. He is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, be, he's out tonight. I think my, he might be protesting, though, given the, the videos that Jesse was showing me that I missed. It's the most passive-aggressive passive team in the NBA right now. Oh, he got he, up. He got as, mad as at Darvin Ham. As Darvin was drawing up a play, he just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was right after the video of LeBron glaring at Darvin Ham from the bench. Oh man! Which honestly, I don't think LeBron was doing. I just think he like looked. <laughs> he just he was upset. He looked up. It was Darvin Ham that was there, and of course, it gets screenshotted. LeBron glaring at Darvin Ham. <laughs> All right, I, I but Anthony Davis did get up and walk away as Darvin Ham was talking. Oh, passive aggressive. 
that uh, this is almost a side note, but it reminded me. Did you see that video of Haley Van Leith not knowing what the play was? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was very, was very funny. Confused. She was flabbergasted. The entire time. Kim Mulkey is drawing up this play. I, that's on your timeline, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a very funny clip that you have to see. We'll explain it to the radio audience. She, she just was. looks so flabbergasted by what, whatever it is. The entire time. She's just kind of sitting there like, are you guys seeing this too? Like, what's going on? It never gets it. They break tigers. And they just go. She's like, wait, no. I'm like, what the hell was that? She's like a wide receiver breaking the huddle, looking to like the left tackle. Like, hey, what are we doing here? <laughs> so this is her right here. Um, and uh, Kim Mulkey is drawing up a play. And she's looking at Kim. Yep, yep. Got it. Yep. Okay. Looking down. And then you can start to see the confusion. For, huh? What? Wait, what, what, Coach? She's looking at it again. No, look, I'm telling uh, Coach, what the hell? She is so flustered by what's it. Wait, what the hell am I supposed to do out here? What, coach, where do I go? This is one of the great clips in college basketball history. The second, the second it hits right here. Because you know Kim Mulkey speaking in this thick-ass country accent. Haley, you're going to go all the way over here. Mm-hmm. And, okay, and, nope, okay, go, going back to the clipboard. Wait, what? What, <laughs> coach? the hell? You want me to yeah, do yeah, no, what? No, okay, yeah, I got that first part. But now you're, but no, wait. Uh, where do I go? <laughs> where do I go? Tigers. All right, guys, we're going, wait, no, wait, what? <laughs> Angel Reese walking out. This idiot doesn't know what we're doing. Just give me the ball. <laughs> That's amazing. That's one of the great clips of all time. It's the head nods in between the confusion that like really ties <laughs> okay, the video okay. together. No, no, I think I got it. I think I got it. What? Huh? Tigers on three. One, two, three. Tigers. Wait, no. No, no, no wait. No. Coach, can we use another timeout? <laughs> now, now you got to see. Man, now, I, didn't it, see it, I haven't seen AD. Now you got to see your boy, see you see your boy uh, AD here. So AD sitting on the bench. This is like this is your future All Star on a team that's below Sacramento. Mm. Uh, salute Anthony Davis Shout is having a fine season. Uh, here's AD. He's obviously frustrated with the game. Not happy. Catching his wind. Here comes Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham sits up. He makes no eye contact. Little cut. Oh, no, I dropped the no, towel. No, I don't want no part of this. You, whatever, whatever. Just wow. tell Austin. So Austin Reeves is still there. You see. So there's a cut in the video. So I want to wow. I want to be fair to it. There's a there's a there's a cut right there. Everybody comes back. He's got his towel. There's D'Angelo. Here comes Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves comes to the huddle, and Anthony Davis promptly leaves. <laughs> hey, wait. One thing that I noticed, I don't know if he's in the game, so maybe it doesn't matter, but LeBron is talking to somebody in the second row. <laughs> if you keep playing, I believe that's LeBron. <laughs> back there, why, why, look, look at the right. foot. Look at the foot. <laughs> he talked. Well, wait a minute. That's like that's probably a trainer, Still, and I don't think that's they're going over to play. I don't think that's LeBron. Might be Christian Wood. No, the, the no that's too skinny. Yeah, that's that's way too skinny. That's not LeBron. That might be Christian. That's not LeBron. That's a trainer. Where is right LeBron there. though? Well, he's not in this clip. <laughs> LeBron standing at um, center court well, right now. Look at. Well, let's be clear. There's only two guys that appear to be in the game in the huddle. There's Austin Reeves. And there's D'Angelo Russell. Anthony Davis wants no part of this. <laughs> LeBron James is talking to Savannah. And there's just, just not having it. AD wrong for that. Everybody's still trying to go over to play.
You realize too when Anthony Davis gets up, Darvin Ham is facing nobody. There's nobody <laughs> There's in those no seats. one in front of him. Everyone yeah. is standing to the side of him now. Now here's <laughs> here's, here. here's the other video of LeBron. <laughs> LeBron just glaring at Darvin Ham. No, I take I take back my original assessment. He was absolutely glaring at him. Oh yeah, because we've all given that look before. We know what that is. Why? What did Darvin Ham do? He's Darvin Ham. Oh, man. Yo, LeBron was talking today. Them Lakers what? better be on notice. What do you say? That we ain't about winning. That we don't have a care factor. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Some of y'all are going to be moving. I, I'm not saying everything is uh, everything is okay because it, they just won the other day. They just, they, just, they just won on Saturday. They beat now, the Lakers in a, or the Celtics. The, uh, the, the Warriors. Jesus Christ, the Warriors in a classic. I think they won like four or five. That's funny as hell, though. And Come then, on, man. That's funny. That's a stare of death right there, as Aldrin <laughs> J says. I would love to know what it's like for like a coach like Darvin Ham. Like you going home or whatever. Yeah, my team hates me. Like just what's that feeling? Like how oh, do you just tough. get them together? That's tough. Yeah, the, the but going into yesterday, damn, going into yesterday's game, the the Lakers have won one, two, three, four, five of their last seven. <laughs> well, they lose. Well, let me, and LeBron nope. and AD, they're not listening no more. Nothing. No thanks to Darvin Ham. Let me find. Uh, let me find LeBron's quote from yesterday. Uh, oh, I'm not going to be able to find LeBron's quote. This is four million people talking about LeBron James. LeBron James. Remember when the Kings had that kick? Dylan Brooks should have been ejected for that. Yeah, he definitely should have been. That was a that was a flagrant too. LeBron, I saw the video of him cursing out the ref. Oh, yeah. He's, he's cursing out the ref and said, all right, yeah, bet. I got it right here. Yeah. All right, bet. It's going to happen. Oh, man. This, this, is a tr- this is a truly angry LeBron James right here. <laughs> LeBron was hot. Holy smoke. Well, he should be. He should be. He should be. He looked like he was about to take that referee out. He punched me <laughs> in the nose. Yeah. LeBron James hates Dylan Brooks so much. I talked about it. I talked about it when we was off air, and they're not going to get a chance this year. But somebody on that Lakers team, they they got to step to Dylan Brooks, and it can't be LeBron. Somebody got to step up to do. Max Christie, now's your time. There you go. I need your I need your boys over at Legends or Le- Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're going. I get need this. them. They're I need them to decipher what's happening right here. My boys, because all I got is it. he punched me in the nose. He punched me in the effing nose, or he hit me in my effing face. Is what he said. Yeah. But it's where it's where he tries to leave the official, and then this one, clearly yeah, this the one, official says something to Darvin Ham that really pissed LeBron yeah, off. It, yeah, it turns up right here. Yeah, legends get on it, big dog. <laughs> I swear. I see. I need him. I swear because it looks like he says, "I'm gonna beat his ass when this timeout's <laughs> over." That's exactly what it looks like. It says. <laughs> hey man, the funny thing about that is that's what he says. LeBron didn't do nothing. <laughs> Well, he can't. Like, what's he going? He can't go out there and you, you can't you, do that. Game was over. Get in his face. Well, you can get. Well, what, what's that going to do? What's getting in Dylan Brooks' face? Well, do? don't say and that's. What, don't say that's what you're going to do. Then. Well, maybe you just tell the official that's what. <laughs> so, you're, yeah. Well, I don't. What I'm about to do to him. I don't, don't know do that that's what he said. Well, you're legends. You I'm, said that's what he said. That. Don't do that. I'm not that. <laughs> now, my boys, legends. They gonna have it. Uh, they better. PM. I'm about to put their alerts on. Their videos yeah. are funny. Did that you is see one the, of the best accounts on NBA Twitter right Did now. you see the one with Paolo and uh, Booker the other day? They got, they got into it. No, I think I missed that one. 
Yeah, see, it's always iffy out here because they always got some language on there. Yeah, yeah, you can't play. Yeah, but, yeah no, uh, you definitely can't yeah, play. They, it. Dude, yeah, it's funny. I don't remember what these, the last these dudes in the NBA. They be funny, bro. Oh, they very funny. <laughs> these NBA players. The whole damn league is funny. It really is. It really is. Yeah, Still yeah. say it's the best league in the in the world. Best league in the world, Craig. Is the NFL kind of like starting to move towards that? Just NFL like the, doing some the, good stuff because I, I did. Oh, I did, I did see this. You've been crying all game. Yeah, yeah, I did see this. <laughs> I did. I did uh, crack up with. <laughs> and I'm not just saying this because uh, it's the Niners. But did you see Brandon Ayuk with uh, Gardner Johnson? Oh, he photoshopped his jersey. <laughs> no. No. Because <laughs> Diavonor Lenore was in the uh, locker room after the game talking about talking about Johnson or whatever, just mm-hmm. talking crazy. He's like, "Yeah, I'm the real two. I'm the real two or whatever." So Ayuk, uh, in the where he caught the touchdown, Garner Johnson is right there, like playing defense, and he just whited out his whole jersey. Like remember how they used to do Jordan sometimes, or like a Jordan calendar where it wasn't licensed by the NBA, mm-hmm. so they would white everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what he did to Garner Johnson and posted it on Instagram. That's funny. <laughs> Debo him hit him with a little bro too. Oh, that's tough. Hey. Gotta, gotta, you just gotta wear it. Somebody, somebody on the um, your ass out there waving in the second, bruh. second quarter, bro. You, you gotta take it. Somebody, somebody on Twitter was talking about um, if the Niners win opening game, definitely gonna be Cowboys and Niners. I was like, I don't know, man. They got some real heat with the Lions here. That might be the opening game right there if they were to win this one. Yeah, it could be. Let's take a break from Cowboys Niners. Let Dallas figure themselves out first. Well, Dallas has oh, to open up versus New York. Down. Yeah, that's so, facts. It's a tradition. <laughs> it's a tradition oh unlike any other. They got to open up against the Giants. <sighs> Daniel Jones versus Dak Prescott, five thirty on NBC. This is how we're kicking off the NFL season. It's ridiculous. Or they'll do Eagles, but history says it'll be the it'll Giants. Be the Giants. History says it'll be the Giants. It'll definitely be the Giants. We're, are the Jets going to be on opening weekend next year? Maybe just have them play at ten o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, they could. Yeah, you got to earn your place here, buddy. We got stuck with Jets <laughs> games the, because the Patriots of that stupid ass schedule. If you're banking on Aaron Rodgers playing a full season next year and you schedule a week 14 Jets game, that's the NFL's fault. They really went into last year, though, the Jets. was, hey, offensive line stinks, but Aaron fixed this. Bob Salah. Did the whole 9-11 run out on the field with a flag. (laughs) Ten minutes later. Well. No, no, that that did give us – and this isn't funny, man, because man got hurt. I, I don't like him, but he got hurt. But it still is kind of funny how, when somebody talks about like a short era, they say like CM Punk's WrestleMania run, and they have Aaron Rodgers running out. <laughs> they have Aaron Rodgers running out with the flag. It's just the hype too. That's cold, man. That's cold. Shoot, at least Punk went 40 minutes in the Royal Rumble before his era ended. <laughs> he didn't even go four plays. Aaron Rodgers just got through the national anthem. <laughs> oh, man. Kings are 27-18. and 18. They got a game on the Suns now. They got two games on Dallas, two yeah. games uh, on the Pelicans, and four and a half on the Lakers and Jazz. Those are the playing teams. Mm. 
They've got five and a half over the Houston Rockets, and the Golden State Warriors are six games out of the top mm. six, eight games away, excuse me, seven games away from Sacramento. And, um, and they're a game two, 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 I can't do math, two and a half games uh, out of the playing conversation. Hey, is, it, is it bad that I'm thinking about this this, this Probably. way? Probably. Um, Ooh, and they got the Sixers tonight. Yeah. No, no JoJo last night. Hopefully he plays tonight. Yeah, hopefully. And that's bury him. That, yeah, that. I don't care. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I got you. I'm more, I'm more worried about Joe's the MVP. Like to me, Joel's the MVP. Oh yeah, well, he ain't getting. He ain't. He ain't, he ain't he, get, that ain't no. happening. I'm telling you, can he play like a minute? <laughs> he might try. They well, might try to. Do that's that. so many games though. Like coming up. Like for the rest of the season, he'll probably have to like if he were to do that though, where he just subs in and subs out. Oh, well, Nikisha sells Embiid. Hey, do what you got to do. <laughs> Get it done. Hey, they should do that though. To be honest with you, do we they hate should. the rule now that um, Joel might not win MVP? No, I no, still like it. it still makes sense. No, but man, yeah. it's 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 going to be tough to explain how Joel Embiid wasn't the MVP. Yeah, I got to tell Ryan in ten years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to explain that between that and. The empty arenas of a few years ago. She said, Daddy, he averaged 40 points a game. How is he not the MVP? What's the stat? He's averaging a point per minute. That's nuts. That is insane. I mean, there's precedent. Shout out James Harden. What, he averaged like 36 that one year, didn't win it? Yeah. Well, he That was Jeff Curry year, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, He'll tell you he should have won it. Daryl will tell you, too. Uh, Daryl will tell you a lot of liar, though. I repeat, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I'll never play for him again. Uh, TC's not a liar. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's up, TC? Yes, sir. My two brothers. Hold on, let me take. What's up with my two brothers? No, we good. TC, what up, TC, you coming through Sky River on Friday? Yeah, man, I'm making my way, man. You hey! Know hey, no, man, hold on. I ain't even gonna celebrate that because nah, he just said that like the last three times. Nah, man. Kenny, it was supposed to be a surprise. I would. That's why I ain't been in the chat talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna surprise us, and I ruined it. All right, yeah, I'll dump it, TC. Don't worry. Hey, but now listen, check it out. Hey, now listen. So all BS aside, so what we thinking? I, I know the boys is balling at this point. If we don't make a move, I'm ready to just throw some draft picks and then get some guys in here that can just help us with the squad. If we're not gonna move on from Harns or Burder, I mean, excuse me, I said Burder. <laughs> he said Harns or Burder. <laughs> yeah, Barnes or Herder, look, hey, you give me D-Lo, am I, am I tripping for that? Just to, Let's keep the guys, man, and add some other pieces, bro, and we just run with it and make it happen. Am I wrong for that? Nah. nah not at all. Nah. I I, uh, I don't we'll, – we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll come back. Uh, Trista Crick's going to join us at the top of the hour, and then we'll talk uh, we'll, we'll talk more about what TC just, just said right there about the trade deadline, which is one week from – Thursday, mm. Ben Simmons returned last night. Mm. Brody, who too? Mm. I mean, you never get never get too excited when you when you see when you see Ben Simmons play. But I do have a question I'd like to ask, and I'll propose that when dealing with KC return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty. We're gonna be live at Sky River Casino, thirty two Brew Street, coming up this Friday. We hope you can join us. We'll be there for a live show beginning at twelve o'clock, and then we'll hang out and we'll watch uh, Kings basketball as they'll take on the Indiana Pacers in Indiana. Immediately following the show, man, it's gonna be a great time. It's a Friday for the first time, I think, since our first live show. 
It's a Friday. I think our first live show yeah, was that on one a Friday. Was a Thursday, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we are uh we're really, really looking forward to it this Friday, 32 Brew Street, Sky River Casino. Come through, hang out. We'd love to see you. Kyle Matson already told me uh he's gonna come through, so he'll be able to do nice. a large chunk of the show with us. Of course, it'll be the day after the All-Star Reserves are announced. Uh so we'll have plenty to talk about. Uh, that day and uh, we'll put together uh, a really entertaining show for the people who can be there and uh, we'll put together a really entertaining show for those who can't be there um, make sure you're tapped in uh, either way but if you could come through 32 Bruce Street at Sky River Casino man we're gonna have a good time oh I see uh, real quick I see our guy Pino in the chat jersey stand up Pino and Rich from from everywhere the only people that can talk to me for two weeks Rest of y'all, the rest of y'all go get the scraps somewhere. Go talk amongst Where yourself. is Rich from everywhere? Was he in here yesterday? I don't know. He actually he's, texted he's, me. I got to text him back. I actually got to text him back. But him, Pino, and uh, Pete Youngman are the only people that could talk to me for two weeks. A pizza Chiefs fan too? Big fan. Oh, okay. okay. So everybody like else, everybody else, you guys go talk amongst yourself. You can't talk to me. Why are you sitting there like that? Because they can't talk to me. Jesse's a Dolphins fan. He can't talk to you? Well, Jesse don't be talking crazy. Okay. If you talk crazy and you're not Pino, Pete Youngman, or or Rich from anywhere, can't talk to me. All right. Well, shout out to our man Rich from anywhere. Think about him the other day. He's he's, he's made it. (laughs) His Chiefs made it. You know, I'm just joking with y'all, man. Y'all, you know, we be having a good old time, man. We be having a good old time. We taking it personal. Your boy Doc debuted yesterday. Um, well, well, he debuted, uh, and he promptly lost uh, to the Denver Nuggets triple double uh, for Nikola Jokic. You know, things things aren't just going to happen overnight. It's you know, it's, nope. it's, 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 it's definitely a process. That's basically what he sounded like after the game, too. <laughs> yeah, they're really selling this process thing, huh? <laughs> All right. I think Doc said after the game to the team, yeah, um, for everyone who thought you guys couldn't play defense, you guys proved him wrong this time. <laughs> Doc, they gave up 113. Well, that's that's the new 84. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's facts. That's facts. Ben Simmons returned last night. Hey, shout out Ben Simmons. 18 minutes, 10 points, 11 assists, 8 rebounds, and zero turnovers mm. for Ben Simmons. Nets needed something. I wonder if this can give them a little jolt to get them. They're obviously not the team that I thought they were entering this season. Yeah. Uh, but they could they be a team that competes for a play-in now with if you can keep Ben Simmons around and he he can he can stay healthy and he can stay out there on the floor. And I don't know if if you're monitoring his minutes the rest of the way, I don't know if you're easing you know, him into 20, 22, 24, 25 minutes, something like that, or if this is just what you're going to do with Ben Simmons this year and he's going to you know, linger around this 18, 19, 20-minute mark. I, I, I just think this team is, is too talented to be where they are, and I wonder if this is just uh, uh, enough to kind of get them back in, in the conversation. I mean, this, the East is a disaster. Uh, and you got the Miami Heat, who the Sacramento Kings play tomorrow. They've lost seven straight. They're sitting at 24 and 23. They're at the seven spot. There's probably an argument 
the top five are locked. You could probably make an argument that the top six are already locked, though it's not. It's, it's probably a bit unfair to put the Pacers in that category. But Celtics, Bucks, 76ers, Knicks, Cavs, probably a done deal at this point. Yeah. Um, the Celtics certainly is. No, sure. no one's catching the Boston Celtics. No. Um, like you said, that top six is about – I mean, Miami could go on a little run, though. I'm not I'm Well, not I mean, we've Miami, seen it though. before, but um, – and that's but that's more of a playoff run. But I think in in the regular season, they you know once they settle in, hopefully it starts after uh, tomorrow. It can start Friday. Yeah, once they start settling in, I think they might might be able to do some. But I mean, to your original point, it's there's still three games back of, of Indiana. Yeah, it 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 feels like um, it feels like those top six are in a good position. It's, salute to Cleveland. Cleveland got yeah, going. Yeah, they're starting to turn up. Yeah, they they They've they won got. Nine of ten. I was having conversations about the firing of JB Bickerstaff, and now this team, <laughs> now this team is 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 kind of solidly in in the top five, and you know, uh, uh, one good day could put them up at third. You know, and and I know what's going to come of me asking this question. I really don't mean it in any type of mean way, but I wonder if this shows them that maybe they should figure out what they're doing with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Not saying which one to move on from, but maybe together they don't really work. And when it's just one of them, the other, the person who was playing can move freely and play freely the way they are. And maybe they look to make a move for with one of them. Mm-hmm. They'd probably... That's fair. They'd probably... No, you hate Evan Mobley. No, I get it. No, but this, the question, see, the, the question media, is bro, fair. The media, the media. You would keep? Would you keep Jared Allen? I really like Jared Allen. I do too. Yeah, I really like Jared. I Allen. I don't know, but it, but it I feels also, like he'd be the one that you would move on from, though. Well, yeah. Well, part of that is because, and I hate to go, you know, Jacoby on everybody here, but part of that is Jacoby. Evan Evan Mobley is still an inexpensive player, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you, he could be around with you for a really long time. I really like Evan Mobley. I think he's a good ball player. I just don't think he's David Robinson like some people try to say. Well, that's a lot. I don't know why anyone would say that. That's yeah. that's a bit excessive. I like both of these guys. I'd probably lean more towards Evan Mobley. You know what? If I'm being completely honest, I think they should trade Jared Allen to Sacramento. Well, that's what I think they should do and let Evan actually, Mobley cook whenever he returns. Actually, it probably feels like they should trade Evan Mobley to Sacramento. I'd do that too. Because Evan Mobley – I think Evan Mobley would fit – with Evan Mobley would fit brilliantly. I just don't think they would. Allen. Yeah, I just don't think they would though. I think they would no, lean. They I think they would lean they, more. They would want the if they the, had to choose. They want Keegan and of course somebody else. They'd right? want that Bulls trade that was yeah. on the internet a couple of days ago. Yeah, which I think included Keegan, Herder, and Barnes. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're sending Zach Levine back or <laughs> 88 Jordan? What are doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's a fair question though. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a fair it's a fair question to to ask. It's a question you've pros, proposed a couple of times as it pertains to the Pelicans. Yeah. And the Zion and Ingram Zion Ingram situation. Thing. And to be fair to Cleveland and Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, uh Evan Mobley played last night. He came back last night. Mm-hmm. And they beat the Clippers. So you know, yeah, that's they, a bad. Yeah, we we probably should probably should acknowledge that for a minute. That's big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat the they mm-hmm. they they beat they beat the Clippers. Yep. 
the one of the not 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 just one of the hottest teams in the league, one of, or excuse me, not just one of the hottest teams in the West, but one of the hottest teams in the entire league. It's always wild when Paul George has like thirteen points. <laughs> it's like what's what happened? Like why, bro? Yeah, like why, bro? How you do that? Um, but salute to Cleveland. All that, all, all, all that said, actually, the original question was. <laughs> Could this be the little jolt Brooklyn needs? The, the 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 thing about that is you don't really need a big jolt. Like it's a nasty look at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. You probably have Atlanta and Toronto. Not probably. That's who you're really talking about. And Toronto's a smidge bit of a stretch competing for the last playing spot. But I think if the jolt that I'm talking about for Brooklyn, that could potentially get them up there to the nine spot, and then how things shake out with Orlando, I don't think Miami's going to fall apart enough to fall below, you know, into into nine ten range. But maybe this is enough. Maybe maybe Brooklyn will look at this as a, you know, because there was fire sale conversations around Brooklyn a couple of days ago, and I, I don't know if that's realistically the case, especially I feel like we do this every year. Ben's money's gone this year, right? I this is it? think so. Uh, he might not be an expiring contract. Maybe he's not. I feel like he might have another year. But I would say this. Looking now. I feel like whatever you <laughs> felt. <laughs> My bad. He's got another year. 40. Yeah. He got 40 next but, year. But I would I would say this, though. About On your that. head. <laughs> I would say this about the net situation. Whatever you thought on Friday is what you need to be thinking today. Hmm. Meaning, just because Ben was there last night and played well, that should not change your course of uh, action and what you think needs to happen because, unfortunately, I don't take glee in saying it, but unfortunately, you can't rely on that. That's just nothing but an added bonus to what your plan already is. Hmm. So if you're already saying we're just going to stay intact and try to make a run, hey, we we might get Ben in this. That would be an added bonus. If you're trying to move people and have a fire sale, if Ben turns into an asset or somebody that you can you know work with moving forward, that's good too. But plans shouldn't change because of him. They can't change because of him. It's not a knock on him, but he, you just can't. You don't know. No, I understand that. It, to be fair, that wasn't the question. No, no, but okay. you, but you, but the question was like, do they are they able can to make give a push? them a spark? Yeah. Yeah. No, it can't. Yeah, if he's there and able to play, then yeah. Well, I Absolutely. mean, he was last night, so yeah. I'm gonna go off that, and that's the basis of the question. And of course, Ben Simmons' looming question is always, is he gonna play the next night, mm-hmm. and the night after that, and the night after that? And unfortunately for the young man, the answer is always no. Mm-hmm. Like it's always no. And I hate to say, I don't think he's gonna make it. There, okay, sucks, there's no reason to believe he's right, going to make right. it, which I think last night was a reminder of, you know, he's not the, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say anything that pisses people off. He was the point guard Tyrese is. Hmm. Tyrese is, now we know, now we know, we didn't know that here. Now we know he's a significantly better scorer mm-hmm. than Ben Simmons is. But when you talk about, Guys who can run the floor, distribute, see everything, not turn the ball. Like, that was who this dude was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, man. It's supposed he, to be magic. Just, yeah, right. It's supposed well, to be magic. Without the charisma. 
But yeah, that's, that's, that's what he was. Speaking of magic, what's up, buddy? There she goes. And charisma. I've, man, stop it. Stop it. You got, you, got, you, you got all the charisma on the planet. That's our big homie. Our big homie, oh, what, TK. By the way, Trista Crick. By the way I'm, I'm glad that, uh, like, whatever his name is, Avi17224 has decided to turn off D'Lo and Casey right now because it is my... My weekly hit. See what so, did I what did I tell you about that? Dude, well, what did I tell you stop about? Stop being petty. You said Trista, stop being petty. No, stop. it's don't argue these, with people on Twitter. Hey, what Jay Z say? People can't tell from a, people from, from a distance can't, can't tell who is who. I think they who. can. I think they can. Well, they can, but, but especially uh, in that case, because that was a bad one. What well, one of my rules, and the reason why I didn't respond to that, because one of my rules is, I mean, I hate to be this way because I'm not like the Don Dada of Twitter. But you got to have a certain number of followers for for me to respond to you. No. You, ju- you just got to. You got. What's to. the number? More than zero? It can't be definitely three. More than yeah, definitely yeah, more than three. zero. I'm thinking. I'm not too bougie with it. Like if you got, I'll put the number of five hundred. Maybe a little less than that. Maybe three hundred. That's fine. To ever get a response, I still might ignore you at three hundred. But if you got 300, you might get a response. That means, like, what if you have amount? 10, that means your family doesn't even care what you think. <laughs> like, like your What's closest friends What's the amount that you care? guys will, will have to respond? Is there a number where it's like, oh, I should probably, I should probably respond to this. Is it like That's a good question. Like I never thought about that. Doesn't ex- it, it doesn't like, exist. It doesn't I exist. I never thought I don't about care that. about Twitter. I posted something sense. about Lamar, and I couldn't believe how many people but Lamar didn't throw the interceptions. Yeah, no kidding. Like that's the point. Like no one's talking about the 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 fumble at the goal line. No one's talking about the four personal fouls. They're talking about whether Lamar can get it done as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I was like, I'm done. I'm never tweeting a thought on Twitter. I, have a, I, I talk on the radio for seven hours. <laughs> I can provide all of the context in the world to what I have to say. I'm not going to confine confine my thoughts to 280 characters or whatever it is. Yeah. That whole app can kiss my ass. Well, I don't know why you're being that way to Twitter. It's trash. I enjoy it. X I is can trash. tell Kenny enjoys it a lot. Actually. Well, especially when the Niners win. That's when it's really fun. It's, it's a great time. I hate that app. Do you it's feel like it idiots. will be a good ride and you'll feel gratified when the Chiefs win by seven at this in the super bowl like will that be okay because that's inevitably what's gonna happen well i mean we got to make sure the chiefs can score seven points first that's the, that's a the dirty little secret about this chiefs team offense is a little sus defense is a lot better than in the past but the offense is a little eh. we'll see we'll see and that's crazy to say because they've got two goats on their team with mahomes and travis kelsey but as a total offense, they might not be better than the Packers or the Lions. They're definitely not better than the Lions offensively. Definitely not better than the Lions. But they've got Mahomes, and that's the great equalizer, like Denzel. Or Queen Latifah. <laughs> yeah, Queen Latifah, yeah. I feel like you've been wanting to go at Kenny regarding the 49ers for a couple of weeks, so I'm yeah. just going to sit here and let you guys talk. I don't, I don't dislike also, the Niners. Also, just real quick. How are you feeling? Because I did exp- still not good. Still kind of not good, honestly. Mm. Like I'm, I'm working, but I've got like this this headache here that just won't 
go away. Mm. Just won't. I should probably see someone. Can I think I, it's time. Is it a sinus thing? Well, the weather's been so crazy here. It snowed uh, not last Friday, but the Friday before mm. a foot. And then seven days later, joke, it was 82. Damn. And now it's, I woke up this morning and it was 31. So I can't keep up with the schizophrenia of this weather. Mm. And my sinuses can't either. So I can feel as soon as the barometric pressure is changing, my head starts to just kind of. I know. I know how that could be. Can I point out you didn't get sick either time you came to Sacramento? No. I did not. So I, I just, felt great. I feel like lessons should be learned. This is a teaching moment. Like you go hang out with Bill's Mafia and this is what happens. Mm. Well, you come hang out with, with, with D-Lo and KC in the chat. You just you leave happy. I should probably find a time to come out. Yeah, yeah that's it's, it's been Absolutely. waiting all year for you to say that. <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. I haven't that gone to any games, though. You haven't gone to any basketball games? No, I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere. I've only gone. I haven't even gone to any football games. I've gone to nothing. Oh, that's I got right. Sick, didn't even I, go to the Bills. Game. Yeah, I don't know that we Watched mentioned it from that. The hotel. She didn't make it to the Bills Chiefs game because <laughs> she was projectile vomiting at a restaurant before the game. Poor Trista. It was so bad, so embarrassing. All of a sudden, I got like ghost white, and I'm like taking layers off, and I'm feeling something behind my ears, and I'm like. Oh, I need to sit down somewhere cold. It's getting really hot. I sat down. I went to the bathroom and just like sat down on like one of their little like, you know, like, you know, women's rooms have like a little cushion thing. And then I'm just like, whoo, okay. You don't, yeah, you don't know. No, I don't. You guys, I don't I'm lost. <laughs> we, we don't have those, but good for you guys. We have like chairs and stuff, it's like not, stools. No, we don't have that. So and then I was like, well, we should probably not eat i should go home and battle home back to the hotel and mm -hmm. watch this game and so yeah i didn't even get to go eight that hour sucks. drive each way oh you drove oh. nothing oh drove. that sucks mm. well, so i hope you feel better but i'll be in portland i'll be in portland right after the super bowl so i'm wondering maybe i can pop down i'll be there two weeks it's an aggressive thought but maybe I can pop down. Well, pop down. I'm surprised you're not going to Portland tomorrow. Yeah, I. Uh, For those that don't I know, Dame, Dame Lillard's return. Tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to be crying in the club. Well, that's all right. There's got to have a tissue box. I know they're going to do a, a one hell of a tribute video for him. Mm -hmm. He says he thinks he's going to be a blazer again someday. Which was he a really bizarre that. thing I don't to know say. Why he would think that? That was a very bizarre thing to say. Like he the day after you signed with your team. Times. Yeah, it's it kind of reminds me when, like, of a relationship where a guy or a girl breaks up with the other one, and they're like, "But I think we'll still end up together <laughs> at the end," you know? And it's like, "But what if I I'm, I'm moving on? Yeah, you just no, think I'm going to go bang everything in sight, and then when I'm done, I'll come see you again." It's absurd. Like, you know, my heart is with you, baby, but like <laughs> other parts of me are elsewhere. So yeah, I'll holler at you. Yeah, I don't I don't know what Dame is thinking there, but yeah, man, come on down. Come on down. Come to but the, for those that don't know the origins of this is Trista thinks I'm absolutely crazy for saying Brock Purdy mm -hmm. is on Josh Allen's level. And I think she's crazy for dismissing it. What is what is uh, 
what is what is uh give me some some like if we were breaking down who's better at this who's better at that give me Josh Allen what he's better at Brock Purdy then I think he's better at dealing with less, right? I think that's kind of the main thing. Brock Purdy's had a lot of weapons. Without Debo Samuel and without Trent Williams, I think Brock Purdy's just not nearly as effective, especially in like third and long situations. I think Josh Allen's tremendous in third and long situations. We saw that all last year. I think he was number one in the NFL at converting like third and sevens or longer. So Stephon I think that Stephon Diggs ain't no no good. Well, I mean, it's not it's Stephon Diggs and who else? So so Stephon Diggs better than any of the 49ers receivers. Any and all of them. Not this year, no. Mm, now we're talking about the No, I mean, if you look at Stephon Diggs's numbers and what he's getting with it, like his no, I think Ayuk I would I think Josh Allen would rather have Ayuk right now. Than Stephon Diggs, I think he would rather have Debo Samuel right now than Stephon mm. Diggs. I think he'd rather, yeah, I think he'd probably obviously rather have Christian McCaffrey than than James Cook. He's much more dynamic receiver out of the backfield, can do a lot more things. He's just a better back. I like James Cook plenty. I I think Josh Allen is is a is a hell of a quarterback, and I think a lot of people talked about thought about what I said as a diss to Josh Allen, and it definitely wasn't that. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, I don't think he's as good as everybody tries to say he is, but I think he's a he's a damn good quarterback. I just think Brock Purdy's on that same level. But Josh Allen is a top three quarterback in the NFL, and that are you saying that that Brock Purdy is is a top five, top three quarterback? I think Brock in the Purdy NFL is right absolutely now? a top five quarterback in this league, and I think, like I said, Josh Allen. The, the one thing that people like they almost treat him like Favre, where they like they just kind of ignore that Josh Allen does stupid stuff, like almost all the time when the games are on the line. He'll just throw it into triple coverage. Like, ah, he's a gunslinger. Like, like that's okay. <laughs> like, they just ignore And it's not once, twice, every now and then. He does it all the time. And they're like, ah, that's fine. I think, I think you're right about that, and I think that Josh Allen's decision-making is much, much worse than Brock Purdy's. But I think Josh Allen can throw dots on the field that Brock Purdy just cannot. Ooh, make. I disagree. I think Josh Allen has a stronger arm, but I, I look, I watched – every throw Purdy's ever made in his, in his life. He, three, four times a game, puts it where you couldn't walk it in a better position. Like that Jawan Jennings one they always talk about against the Packers, he does that three, four times a game. Like, all the time. I like Brock pretty fine. We're going to have to and see I like Josh Allen fine. <laughs> We're going like, to have to, whoa, 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 it's whoa, 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 whoa. It's like one year. What you did know? you just say? We're going to have to see what? We're going to have to see about that. Oh, we're going to have to see about that. Okay. All right. What did you think I said? I thought you said we're going to have to see how he does under pressure. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Trista Clark. What? <laughs> okay. That's a wild take after the weekend we had, but. Keyshawn right. Crick. Oh, I don't mean, I don't mean, I, I did say that, but I don't mean pressure like emotional pressure. I mean. Oh, you did say that. Heat. I think I did say that. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have right. to see. How he does, not under like emotional pressure. I think he's actually really good at being poised. But like when he's on his back, which is happening, he's going to be, Chris Jones is putting that boy on his back. I mean, people hate when you bring up stats, but I mean, he's like the number one quarterback under pressure in the league. 
like statistics. Well, I think under, under like he's number one. All this other stuff. Let's, he's number one against the blitz, but not I'm against under pressure. Natural. No, under under pressure. Let's try under, this. He's, not, he's like top, literally Tristan's top five in like every passing category. Every, every anyone that you can think of uh, down the field uh, under pressure on third down. He's number one in all or num- top five in all of them. Why do you think people work so hard to disparage Brock Purdy? Mm. I think it's probably, it's fair. It's a fair question. I think that there's healthy skepticism that Kyle Shanahan can make mediocre quarterbacks look very good. And I think it probably has less to do with Brock Purdy than it has to do with where he was drafted and Jimmy Garoppolo post Jimmy Garoppolo never looked like this. <laughs> no, but the team succeeded, right? Mm-hmm. And and Kyle Shanahan protected Jimmy Garoppolo in ways we weren't necessarily aware of. Brock Purdy's not throwing the ball eight times in the NFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, he was Brock Purdy in that NFC Championship game was was absolutely jaw-dropping. That's what I thought Lamar Jackson was going to do against the Chiefs, right? He looked he was scampering. He was out there. He made some he made some decisions with his legs that absolutely won them the game. Mm-hmm. But I think that the skepticism is the sample size, whether he can do that with less, and he's never going to have to need to, really. You're never going to ha- we're never going to know what he's like with less weapons because the Niners are always going to have them. The the interesting thing about that is, and I think when Trey Wingo was here, he talked about like when Josh didn't have all the weapons and they asked him to do a lot, he struggled, they struggled. And when they took things off his plate and said, hey, run the ball, we're not going to ask you to throw it as much, that's when the team won. So that's like, that's that's a that's basically saying he can't do it. Like he's not – he ain't him. Mm-hmm. He, I don't. I don't think that. But if I was making an argument, like he's not him. He's not somebody that can elevate and take people to another level. They need to dial things back. They need to dumb it down for him to get wins. And if that were to happen with Brock, it'd be looked at as a negative. Josh Allen just, I oh, figured it out. He's a leader now. So, I, like I said, it's not necessarily Brock versus Josh. It's just, I think. I think a lot of these guys are good. Like I think Brock is as good as Joe Burrow. Uh, Josh Allen, um, some of these other guys, but that's because I think Brock Purdy is good, not because I think those guys are bad. I, I just go back. You to would her. take, you would take Brock Purdy over everyone in the NFL, but who? Um, I mean, that's I mean that's that's tough to say because I'm not blind to the physical traits that Josh or name another top flight QB has over Brock Purdy. Like it looks. Like this would be crazy with Kyle Shanahan, so I I get that. But the only the only two that I definitively have over him right now is Mahomes and Lamar. I think he's in a I think he's in a group with Josh with Joe Burrow. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting another quarterback that that I think is up there as well. But I think you know there's another four or five quarterbacks that are like in Dallas that puts up good numbers. Uh, he, he better than Dak. He better than Dak. But. Uh, they're, and Dak is in that group, though, right? So Dak is in like that group of like four or five quarterbacks that I think Brock is in. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't think, but you could also say the same thing about Lamar. Then 
really. You can say the exact same thing that you're saying about about Josh Allen, about Lamar. That's that's the argument, and I'm not making that, but that's the same exact argument. I understand. Well, they're all dumb arguments, too, because, like – you 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 want a quarterback to have a good offensive line, and when they don't, you complain about it. You want a quarterback to have a good wide receiving core, a la Lamar Jackson, and when you don't, you complain about it, a la Lamar Jackson. Like the fact that Brock Purdy has all of these things to st- – it's like they wanted Brock to go through growing pains. You got to yeah. pay your dues, kid. Like, no, bro, I don't. I, have, I'm all, I was the last pick on a fantastic <laughs> franchise. I don't have to pay my dues. When you're drafted by the goddamn Panthers, sorry, buddy, you're going to go through it for a few years. But you know what you get for that? About $50 million. I got about six bucks in my bank account, and I'm going to the Super Bowl. Mm. That's the difference on where we were drafted. He's about to get paid. Yeah, but he can't. He He can't. He can't even get paid. He can't get paid. No, but I mean, like, when he's extension eligible. Oh, which yeah. is like They're two years from now. Oh, yeah. Hopefully he can Rock say he's Curry's a Super Bowl quarterback. paid handsomely. Yeah. It's insane. That man, They, I, I think they can give him, like, a – I think the only way he gets a boost is if he wins, like, an MVP – if he wins the MVP <laughs> award. That's crazy. Like, this, this – what's he make, like, 300000 600000 I think it's close to, like, eight or nine. Kenny signed still, for more than that last year. Crazy. What's this guy talking about? I think Kenny's crib is nicer than Brock Purdy's. <laughs> it probably. It, I've been to Kenny's <laughs> house. It definitely guy. is. It that de- you should see the floors. The floors are amazing. I think they like, heat Brock up. Brock Purdy still has IKEA furniture. I, he hey, yo, he got a roommate. Hey, dude, is there a, is there a De'Aaron Fox just roaming around my house? Well, that's... it's just a woods thing. It's just a, <laughs> what part of the country I'm in. Mean. It's not like a, I don't of... think like. Trees and animals are an indication of wealth. I don't think there's a positive land acreage. Yes. Yep. She got her forty acres in a little stray fox. Little little pet fox outside of Trista's house. Uh, Speaking of uh, the real De'Aaron Fox, since the last time we've talked to you, there have been two distinctively different Sacramento Kings teams. Mm. There was one that lost four straight. There's the one now that is in the midst of a four-game winning streak. We're back to nine games over 500. We're back to the fifth spot. Trista, I don't know what any of this means. I don't think we're going to know until the postseason what this team is. I think you're going through growing pains where one day we hate Harrison Barnes. No. The next day... He's putting up almost 40. Like one day we hate Kevon Herter and he's Kevin. And then the next day he's red velvet. So I don't really know what to make of it, except for that. We know that Sabonis is very good. Like what? 26 rebounds last night. 24 rebounds. 26, 20, 26 26. rebounds. He could have had 30. It was like, I think it was 24 and three quarters. I was, I was on Sabonis rebound watch. I think he had and 16 yeah, he at the, at the half. half. Yeah. So he blew yeah. past his prop. There was a you lot know, of You know shots. he's very good. You know you need a backup big most likely. Probably. I don't know if that happens. You probably need to upgrade that wing. Will it happen? Won't it happen? Who knows what Monty's thinking? There's not that many teams that are selling things of value without trying to fleece you. Right. And I don't think Monty wants to get fleeced. So this is probably the team that you see in the postseason. Mm-hmm. 
how they play is all about the others. We need Kavon to be what he was last season in the middle of the season game winners. You need Keegan Murray to be who he's been at his best. You need Harrison Barnes to be serviceable. And if you can do that, like there's a lot of good matchups that you could see. You're in the middle of the pack in the West. Well, that's pretty much what it is. You know, and that's that's kind of where I end up um, going with this whole thing, especially since Harrison Barnes, I'm not asking him to have 30, but at least he finally shows he's got a pulse. Like last night he had 12, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, uh, that's cool. Like, I just can't have you playing 29 minutes with no rebounds, one point, one shot up. Like, uh, that's detrimental. I can have you getting 12. You know, that's that's fine. But to your other point, for what you would need to, like, take you to another level, I don't think that's really available for a friendly price right now. So the best bet might be just keep keep your assets, keep your team together, see what you can do this season, and then maybe make some decisions in Will and Dylan in the summer. But I, but like you said, the moves that I think might happen might be a backup big or, you know, if Caruso wasn't going for nine first-rounders, maybe no. somebody like that, the, a backup uh, guard or something like that. But I don't see nothing big really happening at this point. Yeah, there's no wings that you can really go after mm-hmm. at all. So the only thing that I could see happening is maybe shedding someone that you don't need to try to pick up picks or you know other things that you can flip later not being i don't see being buyers at the deadline because i think mine is just too smart for that truthfully i don't think there's a not need player though i mean They're some right. people might argue your buddy uh yeah Davion, I know. I but i i don't that. know that i'd argue that like right now especially if mike is leaning towards davion over keon moving forward and I think that Davion, even without like a huge point total, has been productive in every minute that he's played since getting back into the lineup a handful of games ago. He He's just a hard worker, man. Yeah. He's going to defend every night. We saw what his, his upside defensively is, which was game one and game two against Steph. He made Steph's life a living hell. We watched it up close. Mm-hmm. Steph was visibly as impacted as you could probably get him to be, right? For someone that's Davion's size. Davion's not like some sort of athletic monster, but he his technique defending like point of attack is is very important in, in postseason play. I agree. I I've been I and I understand the reasons why he didn't get playing time or maybe people, you know, went away from him because it's offense or Whatever. I don't know, man. I just still believe, like you just mentioned, Trenton, Damon, you mentioned the same thing. I just feel like he's a, he's a guy that you can win with if he's in the rotation. Like, I thought he should be getting playing time when he was getting DMPs, mm-hmm. and now that he's here, is he playing lights out? I wouldn't say that, but I think he's helping. Playing fine. Yeah. He's, I think he's helping. I think he's good in, in that role. I, I would – I, I, I'm in a minority. I wouldn't even think about trading Davion. Do you think De'Aaron makes the all-star team? Do you think De'Aaron and or Domas make the all-star team? I think Domas makes it and De'Aaron does not. Mm. What, what you thinking on that? Why are you thinking that? 
I mean, you just look at like who's gonna go ahead of them. And I was looking at some reserve information, and for whatever reason, when I open another tab, you guys start to glitch out. So it's just gonna be kind of off the top of my head. <laughs> and if you look at like, I don't know why, not sure. It's not very tab friendly I today. I, I, I guess that's what it is. Maybe just my Wi Fi limit. De'Aaron the Fox is messing with the internet connection today. Chewing on the course. He could very, very well. And, and you know what? It's a fox. I would let him. <laughs> it's a, it's do, his do, do not reprimand the fox. That's his. Uh, yeah, don't say a word. Now. Just be like, hey, keep it pushing. Yeah. I got you later. Um, so, yeah, I just think there's going to be. I don't think that there's a scenario where the Kings get two all stars in again. Like, I just don't. I don't see that being the case. It's tough to get multiple all stars from one. The team. Lakers will. Oh. It's LeBron. You can't mess with LeBron's streak. You can mess with no, AD. No, LeBron, is a, LeBron is a worthy all-star. Yeah, you can mess with AD. But AD's been playing pretty damn well. Yeah, AD's been playing and, fine. And he hasn't missed that many games either, and that's kind of how we measure AD, right? Well, how Phoenix, effective are you? Then Phoenix is getting two. Yeah, and that's so, – I don't know – so what are we talking about? I don't about? know what you do there. I don't know what you do no, there. No, like, because, but you, but that's the, but that's the thing. Anthony Davis is so, worthy okay, of being so, an all star. Kevin. So uh, Phoenix gets two. Phoenix gets two. Minnesota. If you start giving everybody two, but I'm it's not everybody. National, it's not everybody. See that? Clippers are gonna get two. Uh, well, you know what the conundrum is. Probably, Tristan. maybe even three. Well, that well, three. Be, that yeah, would well, be a travesty. Yeah, I'd boycott absurd. the uh, All Star game. But you know what the the real issue is? I'd like to know your take on this. The real issue is, with all due respect, Steph Curry playing in the All Star game. Yeah, you, you're co-signing that. Well, I mean, it's not an issue. It's just a math thing. How many guards? How many good guards are there in the West? How many good bigs are there in the West? Sabonis is to me like the second best big in the West. So he's just so that's boom. That's easy. It's Jokic, Sabonis, AD. Boom. That's easy. That ends that. What's next? (laughs) So then you've got obviously you've got Shea, you've got Luca who are starters. Mm -hmm. Steph will get in. Devin Devin Booker will get in. Mm -hmm. You've got who else will get in? You'll get uh, Kawhi will get in. Kawhi will get in. Ant Man, PG will get in. Ant Man, Ant Man will get in. That's seven. I think PG's a question mark. I think Paul George is a question mark. But that's where the stupid, that's where this idiocy comes in. Is are you an All Star player? Or are you not? Or we have to start looking at what team you're on because the Los Angeles Clippers might be the best team in the Western Conference. They're one of the best teams in the Western Conference, and the Sacramento Kings aren't. And that's how this is going to be looked at at some point. For sure. And let's be real. There shouldn't be the limited rosters. If the if if it's 15 in, in a real NBA, it should be 15 mm-hmm. in the All-Star game. I agree. Shouldn't be 12. I agree. The the other thing, too, that I, I think is this is the coaches. And if Fox the coaches do look at this situation, because Damian pulled it up um, earlier, that if – what was it exactly? The, the – if neither one of them made it, right, mm-hmm. that the Kings would be the only team in each conference with a, uh, in, the in the top, top six, six that wouldn't have an all-star. So I think the coaches look at this thing and be like, well, we got to put somebody in there. And I think they'd go with the best player and they'd go, go with, with De'Aaron. De'Aaron. Yep. 
and that's where the wild card spot comes in and all that other yep. stuff. So uh, if they if they're like, well, they got to have some type of representation. I think the coaches will go De'Aaron over Sabonis. Maybe. I mean, Sabonis is a a really well liked media player more than more than you might think, right? I listen. But this to a isn't lot of media. NBA this podcasts. is coaches. Right. I I think there's got to be sway though. You know, mm. like we're all affected by what people say. Mm. Ironically, last year it was Domas who got selected and Fox got snubbed. Might be the other way. Maybe they'll think year. of that this time. Well, we got to give De'Aaron his nod. He's and the crazy thing is both guys are better than they were last year. Mm. I agree, but the West is stacked. The West is stacked with no, guards. I think the I, fact that the- Ant. I think the fact that Minnesota is is also number one team in the West, like you'll you're giving it to Ant Man. He's come through from FIBA. He was all in the limelight from Ant-Man's FIBA, fine. and he's been awesome. He's fine. He's fine. Who do you want to take out instead of him, Paul George? It's probably Paul George. Yeah, yeah. I think it should be Steph yeah, Curry. That's the one. Or, or I. It should be Steph Curry. If all things are equal, and now unless we're you making can, a, you can't leave Steph you, out. You won't. You and you won't. You won't, but I'm just saying, if all things were equal and we're just in the, the X factor, because you said the numbers with him and De'Aaron are virtually the same. All right, well, De'Aaron is like five spots but higher. But why is the question between De'Aaron and Steph and not De'Aaron and Paul George? Because the Clippers have, they got their two guys in there. But, but, but why and is that a rule? It's not a rule, but they're the best team in the West, in my opinion. So you can see them getting two in there. I mean, Steph. Steph. Steph's got a got a good season, and he's one of the greatest to ever play. That's why he's on the All Star team. Nothing else says he should be there. Also, Le- LeBron's been good, but he hasn't been great. Well, if you got to keep the streak, but it's the same thing as Steph, really. Yeah, and the Lakers yeah. stink. No, absolutely. Well, LeBron also got voted in and put in voted right. in by players and voted in by fans, mm-hmm. and then you know media can do whatever right. they want to. They're dumbasses, anyways. <laughs> um, I hope you feel better. I can feel the vibes a little off today, so I hope you feel better. It's it's just like a a ran, like a random aura that creates like a nausea. And I know I think I that's have your I think, in, I think I that's your heat check co-host. Not yeah. your heat check co-host. You bet your bet MGM co-host. It's that guy. Yeah, he's he, a, he's an aura he's that a, gives you a sinus pain. And the tech problems, and being in a basement. Well, uh, we we don't have the best like technical setup you guys are i mean well, i would call it studio. leaps and bounds above our setup well, like just, you have a bathroom nearby well, we do have a bathroom nearby yeah. that's a that's a bit that's why we chose this place so we could <laughs> get to a bathroom pretty close uh we love like, you, TK. A, it's an osha violation for us honestly to go to the bathroom no like how far away like i think oh, our bathroom oh. is maybe a quarter mile from oh well that's our, that's excessive studio. yeah that's a lot damn shit all right. We'll feel better, TK. We love you. TK. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll be back. Steelo and KC here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. There are people coming up here in the studio, man. Yeah, man. Got our man Joe in here. Jesse teaching everybody. Professor Tapia. Come on, man. <laughs> Lil' Low, D-Lo, and KC. Who yeah. knew? Started from the oh, bottom. Now little little, little two-hour show. Now we got now we got Professor Tapia in there. We got Big Boss Man Charlie over there, by, right by the Big Dog's office. Come on, man! man. Like, we we still we you know still humble hearts, still humble hearts. 
And still no one on King's TV will talk about us. Oh, wow. At least we got Jake and Sarah and Matt and, and Kevin. Yeah, man. You know, we we, we got the, 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 the news people rocking with us. It's, you know, it's whatever. It's, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we just, I'm just out here trying to work. I put a note in our show. That says, I have a thought on the way 49ers have played and the way it's looked at. Mm, I saw that. I was wondering what you were referring to. I have to. no clue what that means. Oh, snap. I didn't put any oh, I didn't put any like follow-up notes to it. And I remember thinking as soon as we're done with our, our work in the morning when KSFM, you know, what our what our KSFM work in the morning. I'll get back to the rundown. And I and I and I didn't. I just started talking to Jesse and Charlie. And then I joined the Insiders, and and I forgot. What the hell was I thinking about how the 49ers have played and the way it's looked at? I don't know. I wish I could help you. I wish you could, too. I will say this, though. I wish I'd, started, I wish I'd start taking more copious notes. It's, it's, I will say this. It's early. I haven't really started to dive deep into the breakdown of this game. You know, I'm still riding high, mm-hmm. you know, having, having a good time. But just a little bit, I've looked at some stuff, and, and I mentioned it to TK a little bit. Chiefs are a hell of an opponent. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, this, this is tough. This is tough. Mm-hmm. But offensively, they're not the same Chiefs, I don't believe. I think they, they're they limited offensively. And I'm not sure. I think they're, they're better than the Packers just because – Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure if they're better as a whole than the Lions offense that you just went against. Pacheco, I like him as a running back, but I don't see him doing what Gibbs and those guys did. Um, Obviously, you got Kelsey, but I don't know. It feels like the other guys might be just might be manageable. They just if if you go back and look at some of their 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 point totals in the last six seven weeks of the regular season, it's Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that because you know a lot of people will look at it like the the 49ers defense is just garbage and they they played terrible uh, on the first half on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I still say they did not play as bad as people make it out to be in that divisional game. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're just treating it like the Niners are trash. I don't on defense, mm-hmm. and I think they got enough to to adequately deal with the Chiefs' offense. But there's always the X factor, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I think that's why for those who say, well, if you're the 49ers, you can't start the way you did these last two weeks against the Kansas City Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is on the other end. And Patrick Mahomes will make you pay for it. Or he won't. Mm. Right? To, not, not, not an indictment of Patrick Mahomes, but more co-signing what you were saying about the offense. They put up 17 against Buffalo. Like it's not like they, it's not like they ran Buffalo out of the, you know, out of the stadium. Not, not to interrupt you, but it's almost or like, not Buffalo, uh, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Sorry, it's almost like in that AFC Championship game. They, you know, how people be scripting their plays. They be like, these are 20 best plays. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be ready to run our 20 best plays. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that gets us up. 10, 
and maybe we can get some field goals after that because mm-hmm. they didn't they went scoreless in the second half. Yeah, which is why I barely not, moved the ball. They didn't even get into field goal range or nothing. Which is why I'm not of the belief that if for whatever freaking reason the 49ers start slow, that it's going to cause some sort of insurmountable deficit. Mm-hmm. I actually expect both teams to start a bit slow. I don't care how many times Patrick Mahomes has been here. Not that entire Chiefs roster was here last year. Like there's there's going to be ner- it's the Super Bowl. No matter yeah. you you could go a hundred times. Yeah. You're gonna be you you you're gonna have those nerves. You're gonna have those jitters. Um now it might not be as bad as it was uh this past weekend, but this whole oh they can't possibly um I said that after you know, we said that after the Green Bay game. Well mm-hmm. you can't start slow against Detroit. Well, guess what? They did. You don't want them to start slow. Right. I don't want them to start slow, and they can't possibly start slow. Aren't the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, this offense has shown it can get downhill. More importantly, the defense has shown it can get downhill. And the caveat, of course, is with all due respect, I believe he's very good. Jared Goff is not Patrick Mahomes. No. No, and that's 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 like for all when you need a play to change everything. Yeah. I'm more likely to bet on Patrick Mahomes giving you that mm. than Jared Goff or then again, with all due respect, Jordan Love. Yeah, or and you're right, or Josh Allen or Dak yeah. Prescott or any of those guys. He's different. He's, and, he's and, one of and one. Him and Kelsey in he's that one of first, one. you know, quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they were phenomenal, mm-hmm. and they'll have some rest. They'll they'll be having their eyes on the prize, saying, "Man, if we get this, we become immortal," and they they're gonna be ready to go. So, like I said, I hadn't really dived in dove into the game like that, but just some you know things I heard here and there, and just thinking to myself, and just like, yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna pick the Chiefs, though. I think the majority of people are gonna pick the Chiefs, and that's understandable. They got Patrick Mahomes, yeah, and I think, the defense is really good too. They lost. Uh, I think you pick what you uh, saw. Amenahu. Yeah, uh, torn torn his ACL. Yeah, that's tough. It's yeah. a tough break. But uh, I think you pick what you what you've seen. Mm-hmm. Are the the Chiefs are already a dynasty, right? I'd say so. Even with only two, I mean they've gone to four of the last six Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and, and all six game, AFC all six championships. Eggs, yeah, it's, a... it's like Patrick Mahomes' season does not end dynasty, before the though? end of January. Are they a dynasty though? That's what I'm asking you. I'm, I want to ask you because because now as I talk it through, I mean, if if they lost on in this Super Bowl, that's two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and you compare that to every other dynasty we call dynasty in football, they're they're starting at four. Yeah, I'm. I'm my answer is still yes. It's still a dynasty. It's a dynasty now. Um, plus, it's not over. No, no. Like as long but as, but if it if it ended now, I wouldn't. I don't know if I call him a dynasty. It's a run. The Chiefs run. Nah, yeah, it might be a good point. If it, I, if it ended now, because yeah, they're not because they can't be the same, right? Like if we're calling the other ones dynasties, and like I said, they all start with four Super Bowl championships, and maybe you can change the parameters along the way. I I understand that. Maybe two is and two Super Bowls. And but I don't. To four but there's also, yeah. Enough. I think there's 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 that the getting to four. I think when you factor the totality, like you're getting to four, but you're also one of the final six, four teams for six straight years. All mm-hmm. six years that Patrick Mahomes is a starter, mm-hmm. 
you're one of the final four teams. Yeah. Four of those times you've been the final two teams, two of the times you've been the winner. Yeah. Um, a win solidifies it. I, I think it solidifies it because oh, sure. like it's that's, that's not four, doubt. but it's three. Yeah. And you have you know you have all those other accolades that, we just laid out. They like I said, they become immortal if they get three. In my opinion. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we had to be quick here because we, we we talked to Tristan for so long. So we'll come back. We'll settle back into some normalcy. We'll talk more Kings basketball. I mentioned we have some Kevin Herter numbers that I wanted to throw at you. Uh, I have those in front of me now. And we'll talk about the Kings' fourth straight victory. And, of course, we'll look ahead to a struggling Miami Heat team who the Sacramento Kings will play tomorrow. That's all ahead here. I'm dealing with KC. Brought to you by Sky River Casino. Kenny. Well, <laughs> I, I, that, that was the thing. D'Lo... We may have to change the name of the show for the next stretch. D'Lo and Kenny, brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we'll be live this Friday. We'll give you all the details on that when we return here on ESPN 1320. Well, it's D'Lo and Kenny. I guess Kenny just took a little stroll. He'll return here shortly. He'll probably get stopped. You know, he's got to sign autographs for all the people in the building before he returns here uh, to do his show. If you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to hear from you. Apparently, my co-host isn't coming back. 916-909-1320. We've got a lot to talk about. Shout out to Katrina who mentioned uh, our big brunch at Solomon Vinyl coming up the day before the Super Bowl. We haven't talked a ton about that. Obviously, there's a lot of time between now uh, and the 10th, but we're going to be at Solomon Vinyl uh, hosting our first ever R&B brunch with DJ Complex uh, and Ushers. uh, DJ from Las Vegas, he's going to come through. Uh, It's going to be an amazing time. Tickets, I believe, will go on sale. I say tickets. Again, it just kind of reserves your spot upstairs uh, because Solomon Vinyl, that listening room at the very top, uh, its it's space is limited, man. But we are going to have a good time the day before the Super Bowl and more specifically the day before Usher's halftime performance. So that's all coming up here uh, on the 10th. We hope that you could join us. Follow all of our social media accounts uh, for a chance to be a part of that. A lot of talk about this. We are about a week away. One week from this Thursday is the NBA trade deadline. And a lot of people have noticed the way Kevin Herter has been playing. So I tried to take a more specific look uh, at his numbers. And when you look back, Kevin Herter, through the first 36 games of the season, was averaging 9.5 points per game. 9.5 points through the first 36 in 22 minutes per game. In the last seven, Kevin Herter is averaging 17.7 points per game mm. in 32 minutes. Uh, so there's obviously a huge jump in production, but there's also a huge jump in minutes played. Now there's a chicken or the egg question here. Is Kevin Herter more productive because Mike Brown is giving him more minutes or is Mike Brown giving him more minutes because Kevin Herter is more productive? I don't have the answer to that, uh, but Herter's run over the last seven games isn't your imagination. Like He's playing really, really well, and the dynamic change, and we sometimes look at it, oh, you know, these peaks and valleys, these stretches of the season. Those are the first 36 games of the season Mm. that Kevin Herter was averaging single digits. 36 games, that is a huge chunk. That is damn near half the season. Um, and that's why also, you know, going back to some questions from yesterday, do you believe the 36 or do you believe the last seven? Because you'll be able to get eight, 
9, 10 and 11, I think. I think they're every other day. Mm. If you took it all the way till right before the trade deadline. Mm. So let's say Kevin is 18 points per game. You trust in 11 or you trust in 36. That's the that's kind of the that's the tightrope that Monty McNair is walking here. Mm-hmm. Who do you think Kevin Herter is? And is it the guy that we're seeing right now? Is it the guy we saw at the beginning of le- at the beginning of the season or is it, you know, a, a a combination of the two? You go back and you look at last year and all of that and it's a lot for it's a lot for Monty to figure out. Yeah, and I think if I was Monty, I would probably say he's 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 both of those guys. And you've got to see how long you're going to get this and you don't know, right? You don't know. You're definitely not going to know before February 8th. But he's a guy that can play like he's playing right now for an extended period of time. He's a guy that can play like he did at the beginning of the season for an extended period mm-hmm. of time. And it's just the risk that you kind of take with Kevin Herter. Um, but him coming out of the slump and just playing better basketball as of late Mm-mm. would probably lend credence to to just stand and pat. Mm. And, and once again, the other thing about this that we can't ignore, I don't think is, it's just the options aren't there. Like if you have a plethora of options, then maybe you say, you know what, I'm not going to trust this. I'm going to go with something a little more proven, a little more solid. But there's just, there's not anything there. And to get something that you're looking for, you'd probably have to do, in my opinion, way too much. And I don't think, I don't think it's, it'd be worth that. Kevin Herter is also averaging, 48% 48% from three mm. over these last seven games on eight attempts per game. Mm. Just incredible work uh, from Kevin Herter over the stretch. One thing I did want to look at uh, from him, it feels like his rebounding numbers have been sky high this season when in fact, or uh, excuse me, it feels like they've been sky high over this stretch. Um, and in fact, they are up over his career average. He's at five rebounds a game over the last seven games. Uh, his average on the season is 3.8. His average on the career, his career, excuse me, is 3.5. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in some games where he was struggling, he was, he was starting to rebound the ball better. He was being more active. Um, all of this is a long statistical way of saying, I love the way that Kevin Herter is playing right now. The Kings are clearly a a better team uh, when he's playing the way that he is. Some of those games that he was really good in, it's super unfortunate. It was Milwaukee, uh, Phoenix. Like those were two games that Kevin Herter was really good in, and they were they were both L's. What was um, the other game? Indiana, I think. Right? Didn't he have thirty or something in Indiana? Indiana I think we, we were talking about that yesterday. I think he had thirty-one. Yeah. Let me confirm. Yeah, he had thirty-one. Uh, seven of twelve from three in that one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, the, the, those are those are those are three losses right there. I stand corrected. He didn't play particularly great versus the Suns. Had ten points in that one, but had twenty six versus Milwaukee. Mm. Twenty six and ten. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Um. Yeah. I just. It's, and it's what we talked about when they were slumping a little bit before, right? If you could get something from one of the two starters, mm-hmm. it would. I feel like it would drastically change this team. 
And and I should say something from one of the two starting positions because if you made a trade mm-hmm. or if you kept those guys, you just need production from one of those two guys. They were giving you nights where, you know, they would combine for five points. You know, they, would, they wouldn't shoot. We're talking about Herder and Barnes. And I was like, man, I, I like to see what this team would look like if one of those two guys, if not both of them, started to play well. And lo and behold, right now, they both started to play well. Seems on a four-game winning streak. Even if you go back to just my thing of how they're playing, starting with you know Milwaukee or starting on that road trip when they were in Charlotte or whatever, they just started to play a better brand of basketball. Yeah. And I think ultimately something like that will lead to more and more wins, which we're seeing now with this four-game winning streak. Yeah, four-game. Yeah, winning four streak. games. So. Yeah, just and and we, I don't think we were asking a lot. I don't think people were asking a lot. Just one of you guys, give me what you've you know given over the course of your career, eleven, twelve points a night, like or true eleven, twelve points a night, not twelve points a night because you had twenty four one night and zero the next. Mm-hmm. Truly, like, hey, I'm giving you twelve to fifteen every night, and that's that's really what these guys have done um, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and you mentioned it. The Kings have won four straight, of course, the fourth being uh, last night in Memphis. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't uh, what everyone was hoping. There were no, no Chris Duarte minutes or Kessler Edward, Edwards minutes. Um, nice little dose of JaVale McGee in there. Shout out JaVale. Uh, but it, in fact, JaVale Sneaky been playing all right lately. Every time he gets in there. JaVale been playing fine. Yeah, I like I JaVale. I'm I got no for, problem with the JaVale minutes. I'm all for JaVale minutes. Uh, but the Kings win a 103-94 game, and some people just aren't happy with the way it looked. <laughs> and I just can't stress this enough. I do not care how the game looked. The Sacramento Kings won their fourth straight game, and the first thing DeMontis said after the game was over on television was, yeah, that wasn't acceptable. We we didn't come out prepared. We didn't come out ready, and that wasn't that's, that's just not acceptable. And, you know, you could talk about missed shots and missed threes, and you talked about that earlier. This game really boiled down to the fact that it was close simply because the Kings couldn't hit threes last night. They were 0 for 10 in the first quarter. They couldn't get anything going in that sense. And again, you break this down by quarters, we're just talking about one bad quarter, and it was the first one. Right. They outscored the Grizzlies 29-17, 28-21, and 28-23 in the remainder of the quarters. But what stands out is the 19 turnovers. Like, mm-hmm. and some of them were, some of them were just flat out dumb. Yeah. They was just dumbass turnovers, and that is where the Domas line comes into play. You miss shots, you miss shots. That's the league. You throw the ball out of bounds when you're just bringing it up the floor. It's crazy. Yeah, that's 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 that is a preparation problem. That's a preparation problem, or more more maybe maybe more accurately say it's a focus problem. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no. There is no reason two NBA players like De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes have that exchange they had in the fourth quarter where they Harrison they, they, they basically just threw the ball out of bounds. Harrison lost it trying to get the ball. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that? I think Davion, Davion was trying to make a play, but he wound up just standing out of bounds with the ball. Hmm. Yeah, and those yeah, things this ain't are frustrating. It. Yeah, this ain't it. It's frustrating to see that because those are unforced errors. That's those it. are yeah. Those are things that like you're not necessarily – in control of your made threes, right? You could do everything the exact same as you do every time you shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. You missed that one. You might miss it. Yeah. But you're in control of the quality of pass mm-hmm. that you make to your teammate uh, and taking care of the basketball. And that's what's, that's what's pretty frustrating in those 
in, in games like last night. Um, I saw something that was interesting, though, and I just want to get your thoughts on this because I didn't, I didn't even think about this. Like, I didn't look at it this way. But our guy Hunter Patterson of The mm-hmm. Athletic says the Kings have held opposing teams to 44% from the field on their current four-game winning streak. That's good for a league low during that stretch. So do you watch them? Have you watched them and felt like the defense has picked up at all? Well, I I know last night they held Memphis scoreless for like three minutes, four minutes, like the final stretch of the game. Like Memphis didn't score. Um, I know (laughs) I haven't, but more in the sense of it's hard to look at that Warriors game and go, whew. Man, what a defensive job by Sacramento. Hmm. Only gave up 133. (laughs) Boy, that's good stuff right there. But I have watched, and this is my fault in the way I'm watching the game, Keegan on Steph in that one. Mm -hmm. And then Keegan on Luka in the next one. And I thought they were really good. They, the Kings, specifically Keegan, Mm -hmm. I thought it was really good defensively against Luka Doncic on on that Saturday game. Um but no, to to your to, to to answer your question direct, I hadn't equated that to the way that the Sacramento Kings were playing defense. I equated that more to the way that Keegan Murray was playing defense, right? Which yeah. isn't fair. I, I I didn't think that way either about oh they're locking up right now or anything else like that. But you know the numbers bear that out. Yeah, I mean, good, and it's better when they're putting up points to go with it. Yes, like if you're if you're if you're you know making life difficult for Luca. Cool, cool, cool. Get above one fifteen, though. Mm-hmm. They were able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're, and that's the thing. Uh, that's, if you're, to me, that's always going to be the thing. If you're giving up one hundred and thirty three to the Warriors, that's fine <laughs> as long as you score one hundred and thirty four. Yeah, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, I, I need I need this team to score. That's that's just my thing with them. If they score, uh, they'll be special. And I think we we did this exercise not too long ago, but when you just look in the month of January, you know, they had that really bad loss against the Hornets at the beginning of the year. Uh, They scored 104 in that one. But then you got 138 against Orlando. You got 135 against Toronto. You have that rough outing against the Pelicans. Got 131 against Detroit, 123 against Charlotte. Like they're, you know, again, another horrible outing against Philly. And then you you basically got them scoring a ton of points, win or lose, uh, in every game since Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. And it brought it brings back the question after the you know the the, the Warriors win the win streak was at two at that point. Hmm. Kings had just won back to the Beam team is back. Yeah. It felt like something had shifted. Yeah. And a Warriors win is good for that, but I think to your original point, there had been a a shift in what we had seen from the basketball team and the way that they were playing. It was like, ah, it's only two straight wins, but, you know, you still, I think you heard this brought up as recently as last night. Well, they could have been 3-1 and one on the road trip or 4-1 and one or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 they could have. They weren't. Mm-hmm. So record-wise, that doesn't matter. But in talking about the season, yeah, those close wins do matter a little bit. Mm-hmm. The 143-142, well, that is... That's the beam team. That's that's what you want to see. That looked like Kings basketball against Milwaukee. Yeah. They looked incredible against Phoenix until they didn't. But still, when you when you're having a full discussion on the season, yo, the offense looks back. Yeah. 
that, that's why that's why that, I think that's in addition to the victory over the, the the hated Golden State Warriors. I think there was a realization with a lot of fans like, OK, wait a minute. I know it's two and two over the last four or whatever. Squad looks kind of good right now. Like mm-hmm. something something looks right. Mm-hmm. And that's carried through Dallas and in and, and, and Memphis. And again, if you if you talk about games, well, Kings got to win games when the team's on the second night of a back to back. Kings got to do this if they got this or blah, blah, blah. You got all of that mm-hmm. and you win. If it's ugly, cool. I don't care. Okay. You won. The win streak's four. You've got to and this is this is where this is where I really get nervous. You listen to Delo and KC on KI Sacramento 98.5 FM, Carex QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. Is that desperation factor that comes into playing a team like Miami who's lost seven straight? This isn't Detroit who's lost seven straight. And you look at the Pistons and you go, I don't think they really have the talent. Like they're just kind of a a bad basketball team that's got a lot of things to figure out. Like we can't let them, we can't be the ones. Right. That's not what the Heat are. The Heat are the defending Eastern Conference champions. They have the best coach in the NBA, you know, at, on, on their sideline. You know, you still got Jimmy Butler over there. You got Tyler, you, you got you got ball players over there, dangerous, dangerous ball players. And they're they're pulling each other into into meetings and into scrums and into huddles, trying to figure out things the way that the Sacramento Kings were after their four game losing streak. Yeah. The type of games that make me nervous. Because yeah. now the Kings are smack dab in the middle of a long road trip and they got a team that's a bit wounded. You want them to like pounce on them. Mm-hmm. But also, what's your line? These are NBA players too. Yeah, they 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 feel what's going on. They sense what's going on. They know they've they've got to correct course quick. Yeah, and you know to paraphrase the old Domas line: "Don't let seven become eight. Yeah, and that's all Miami's going to be thinking going into tomorrow night's game. Or the the old uh, D'Lo and KC line: If they only had one nine game losing well, streak, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> there's that. To be fair, that wasn't the D'Lo and Casey line. That was virtually every Kings person, <laughs> fan, media, uh, national. Just if they had just lost nine, one, <laughs> the streak would have been over. But they didn't. They lost nine twice. Um, the you know one of the things that I think about with this road trip, seven game road trip that they're on, and you know I'm just thinking about how I felt going into the road trip, mm-hmm. and I said, hey man, if they're they're able to get, you know, coming back with a winning record, four and three mm-hmm. on this road trip. I would deem that a success. Do mm-hmm. we want more, obviously, but four and three on a seven game road trip, I'd deem that as a success. Yesterday was their third win. Mm-hmm. And they've got into a situation where they be one win away from securing that fourth win. Um that's a good look. I looked at the schedule and I remember James saying it and so I was like, okay. And then I looked at the schedule. I was like, no, nah, I'm not really seeing it. And I think James came back and was like, look, this next 10 games or so, like you, you should feast. You should feast. Oh. And I looked, I looked at the schedule again. I said, I don't know guys. I'm still not seeing it. I don't, <laughs> I don't see that. I mean, I think when he said that there was Dallas, Memphis, Miami, Indiana, Chicago, Cleveland, Detroit, Denver, OKC. I guess I don't know where it stopped, but mm-hmm. 
I'm not seeing that. I'm I'm not sneezing at Miami, even though they've got what they got going on for the reasons that you just laid out. Indiana, definitely not looking at it. It's like you should win. Chicago, maybe. Chicago's still playing team as well, though. Cleveland, definitely not one of the hottest teams in basketball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, to Detroit, but then you got Denver, OKC, Phoenix, Denver coming up after that. I'm not seeing it, guy. Help me out. I think all these games are tough. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have that one. Mm. I he may have been more speaking about it being on the road and how you know you string together some wins on the road, but I I, I don't know. We can ask James tomorrow. He's our insider. He's on the insider. He's our insider. Ten to twelve here. Yeah. ESPN thirteen twenty. Um, but your original point. Yeah. You have a chance to come home with a winning record on this mm-hmm. this long road trip. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there's a you know, there's a matchup with San Antonio when you get back. I think there's a Detroit matchup, you know, somewhere all, all at the Golden One Center. Yeah. So, you know, there's uh, of course that San Antonio matchup, I believe that's HBCU night. Uh, February twenty second. Definitely turn up that night. I don't know when I'll next be at the Golden One Center, but I know I'll be there February 22nd. See if we can get Complex to let us do our KSFM show live. Come on, Complex. From the Golden One Center on February 22nd. Want to make sure that we acknowledge DeMontis Sabonis again for his 20-26 and 26 night. He is uh, making sure uh, in his first handful of years here in a Sacramento Kings uniform that his name is uh, gets into the Kings record books. 26 rebounds tied a franchise record uh, shared with the wow. great Chris Webber. 26 rebounds. And what's the what's the double-double streak at now? I can't, I can't remember. I think he's at like 27. 20, I was going to say 28, but you're probably, maybe, maybe, maybe it's 27. Mm. Honestly, didn't even think of that last night. Uh, let me check. Let me check our friends over at Sacramento Kings Communications. Sabonis has had two games with 20. 20 and 5 this season. That's amazing. Uh, Sabonis and Chris Weber. Uh, 25. Double doubles. Nope, that's not the double double streak. I may never find it. Uh oh. I have no idea. I think he got the, the Bagley says 28. That's, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought it was. It was 28. Um, and, uh, yep, it's 28. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah, I think the record is. is like 32. By Oscar Robinson. Right. Yeah, I think he has two. I think he has a 29 and a th- – I thought it was 31, but it might have been 32. It was up on the screen yesterday. Yeah, while we I were think one of them is over the course of two seasons. Domas is just – and I said this last year. Just how many games are left? <laughs> that's how many I got it. Like, that's how many double-doubles he's going to have. I think we both said that last year, and I think the he's, next game he didn't get Yeah, so I'm not going to say that this year. <laughs> Because you're 100% right. That's exactly what happened. You're 100% right. That's exactly. So, yeah, no, no, no. It's going to. It's whatever. It's whatever with Domas and his double-double streak. But it, it feels like he might be tough on to that this year, man. He is. What, he had 16 rebounds at the half? I think he still. I think he had double-digit rebounds before he had double-digit points. I think he's done that a couple of times. There was, I think there was a game. Atlanta. Where he where it was like, I don't know if he's gonna make it. Yeah, Atlanta. and it was points. He got he got like five or six free throws in the fourth quarter to get to like twelve points. Stat pad and Demontis Sabonis. <laughs> he had twenty one rebounds in that game. Wow, 
I feel like he only shot the ball eleven times. He was ten of eleven. That's insane. Absolutely insane. <laughs> it was ten of eleven. I feel like Domas would be looked at fonder if he was on a bad basketball team. Mm. I think part of what drowns him out in Sacramento is the Aaron. Mm. We were talking about this with the All Star stuff. I think he gets drowned out in the conversation for how good he is because De'Aaron Fox is looked at as the best player here. And like you you look at the other, you know, great bit and we're also in this we're also in this very odd era where the best players in the league right now are bigs. Mm. Like if if it's not Joel, it's 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 Jokic. Mm. If it's not Jokic, and I know he's not a center, but it's like Giannis. He's it's, it's a seven foot guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a you you have this 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 thing where at your position you're probably not going to be better than third right now. You have Anthony Davis who's playing really well. But there's also a belief that you're not even the best player on your team. And I think that's part of the reason. It doesn't mean he's not equally as good as De'Aaron. It doesn't mean he doesn't belong in a conversation that, you know, has, you know, it's it's Embiid, Jokic, and then DeMontis Sabonis. It just gets drowned out because it's like, well, it's Sacramento, it's De'Aaron. And his play is disregarded. Like, Jokic drops twenty and twenty six. You think that you think that's getting getting oh, getting sure. love with SVP and and, oh, yeah. and and all these different sports center shows? You already know. I ain't hear Domas's twenty and twenty six brought up this morning. <laughs> yeah, that ain't being brought up nowhere. If he was uh, in no shade to the brother, because I think he's a fine ball player, but just for the conversation that we're having, if he was in the same situation as Singoon, we'd be talking about mm. how good. Mm. Yeah, see, you're right. Yeah, and I think that's part of the 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 discourse around Demarcus. Demarcus was so good on a team that was so bad. Hmm. It was like, oh my god, this dude is doing all of this on a horrible basketball team. Not even a horrible basketball team because that would mean it was like one year. A horrible franchise. Yeah. And both things can be true, by the way. Demarcus was phenomenal. Domas is phenomenal and as stupid as this sounds, I don't think he gets the love because the team's not bad enough. It's crazy. Like a De'Aaron can't be here. And it get Domas out of Sacramento. He's too good. Ooh. But because De'Aaron is here and he's him, it's like, oh, well, De'Aaron's the guy. Oh, Domas, yeah, whatever. Empty calories. I can't remember it was uh I think it was Jesse or somebody in the chat who brought it up. Sabonis is Purdy. <laughs> yeah, got, he might people be. People around him are too good. It, it, it might be. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. It's 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 weird. It's and bizarre. I I think part of it do I do think part of it is the Jokic Joe stuff though. I think that's a a big big part of it where the cuz Jokic is averaging what uh 26 or something like that mm-hmm. and Bead's averaging like 36 and you know, there's Domas. Yeah. Damn near he's flirting with a triple double every night. Every night. Essentially, if we're rounding up, he's 20, 13, and 8. Like, when are those numbers not celebrated in this league? I don't understand. No idea. I don't understand. Your guess is as good as mine. De'Aaron Fox is holding DeMontis Sabonis back. Next. On first take. (laughs) Mad Dog explains. (laughs) No, we'll come back. Let me tell you about Luke Garrett. Well, Jesus Christ. DeMontis Sabonis is the 47th best center in the league. Yeah, DeMontis Sabonis is... is my, my favorite part is when he... 
You heard me. <laughs> what? You surprised at what I said? He's uh, the 47th best center in the league. I'll tell you right now, DeMontis Bonin says nothing on Yogi Berra. We'll come back. <laughs> Jason Jones joins us when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Maybe why Jesse is training all these new engineers, we could get this damn music updated. <laughs> Do that, well, oh, the great thing is he doesn't have his headphones on. He can't even hear me. <laughs> oh, he can hear. Okay, okay. No, no, it's fine. No, you don't. No, no, it's, it's okay, Professor Tapia. No, no, no I'm, I'm working on it. I've been a busy guy lately. I'm working on it. <laughs> Professor Tapia over here. Celtics playing every other night. He ain't got time for uh, this. They got a win last night. We appreciate hey, that. Hey, salute. Yeah, we appreciate Salute. that. Yeah, shout beat out, the Pelicans last shout night. Shout out to the Celtics for that one. Yeah, beat the Pelicans last night. I, I swear to God, the Pelicans play the Sacramento Kings. They look like the greatest basketball team I've ever seen. They play the other 29 teams in the league. It's like, oh, they're They're, they're literally fine. just average. They're fine. It's crazy. It's bizarre. It's so, it's so weird. But I'm sure the Thunder feel the same way about the Kings. <laughs> yeah. Hell, take away the final seven minutes, we were uh, 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 right there with Phoenix. It would have been the third straight win over the Suns. Man, and they would have been looking at us like, we try and we try, but we just can't stop that guy. You know that's true. You should know that. No, no. What what was that? What was that? What was that? That was oh, that was a quote. uh, That was Brad Darty talking about Jordan. I, That's I not know. in Come Fly With I, Me. I, it's in. It's either in, I think it's in Come Fly With Me. I think it's, I don't think it's in Airtime, but I think it's in Come Fly With Me. Say it again. Uh, he's sitting there in his locker's head down. and He's like, I, I don't know. We try and we try, but we just can't stop that guy. So for some reason I can see it. I can see the like I can see the report. I can see it, but I can't remember that line. It's definitely not an airtime. Maybe it isn't come fly with me. I don't know. We try and we try. Are you sure that's we not like Michael Jordan's playground or something like that? No. I I feel like I saw Michael Jordan's playground recently. I was like, this is kind of weird. But did you do you it's remember who's in there? Random. Michael Jordan's playground? Yeah. The the kid? Yeah. Is it the kid? No. No. Is it, no. Who? It's um uh uh Minister Society. Kane. Oh, that's Kane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kane was All trying right. out for his basketball team and yeah, I remember that. I remember there was a whole story behind Playground. Well, what? I, the, 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 no, like it wasn't a collection of highlights. It was a story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was telling a story. <laughs> Playground was kind of weak. Through Michael Jordan's highlights. We bring in our man Jason Jones of The Athletic. Jason Jones, what's happening, baby? Not much, nothing much. You know, I'm a little down right now. No CM Punk at Mania. I'm no. looking forward to that. Well, that's. That's kind of where my head is at. I'm kind of that was. You know. Well, at least you got the Niners and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in in Vegas, in the Raiders Stadium. About that? Uh, nine times out of ten, I've never heard a fan base care so much about where the game was outside of Tampa or like L.A. when they were actually playing in their home stadiums. 
<laughs> y'all are obsessed with this. They're playing in the Raiders hey, stadium. Like, hey. It's the whole, I mean, I, that doesn't, as a Raider guy, that doesn't bother me. I'm like, it's the whole city. I mean, the game could have been in LA. The game could have been in Texas. It, it, where the game is doesn't really matter to me. As, as the as the poster child of the guy that starts all this stuff, I'll say once again, I don't have a problem with the Raiders. I don't. I, I, I don't have a problem with them. I, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't really think about them in a negative way at all. But then you get to the Raider fans like the Jason Jones. You know, like the Madman Leaks that always start talking crazy about the Niners. So so what you want us to do? Not say nothing? No, we're going to start talking. But in my heart of hearts, I ain't got no problem with the Raiders. It's just funny when you got the man who beat you in the Super Bowl last time on the other side that y'all talking more about the Raiders stadium. Mm-hmm. Worry about that man over there. Nope. We, what, hey, what? we focus. We focus. We locked in. We got a y'all game. All about we we got Raiders. a game to play. I get it. You're happy to play in a state-of-the-art facility. You know, I'm happy. I get it, you know. We you got a to game to play. You, you get you get to get out of uh, Great America. I understand they're probably excited about we, that. We focus. We got a game to play. Yeah, we got a game to play. 15, you Who know? else got a game to play? She said, my man Pino, he got, he got a game. Who else got a game? Ain't nobody else got a game to play. Y'all just worry about, y'all just worry about the halftime show. Yeah, that, that's going to be my focus yeah. anyway. I got to, you know. Halftime show going to be fire. Oh, it's going to be fire. Yeah. What 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 songs is Usher opening with? I want to say he's got to open with yeah. That's, That's what, what I, I thought. thought too. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you remind it. me. No, not really. Not doing that. <laughs> you gotta, I mean, you, you only got like thirteen minutes. You got to come out with a bang. You can't like ease into this with like a ballad. You know what he might yeah. do though? He might start off with OMG. The the Will I Am joint. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I thought too. But I figured he's so, gonna be forced to play that song, and I. That's, oh my God! Yeah, not not my jam, but people not mine like either. it. Some, but people. oh my, that that song is a very Vegas Taylor Swift fans yeah. love that song. Yeah. Oh, you feel me? Yeah, that's a, that's a very Vegas. Like I feel like anytime I've been in a club in Vegas, like that song has to. It's a very Vegas club sounding song. Mm-hmm. Did you so, see Usher's residency? Did you go see Usher? No, I did not. You know, you know they ain't you know they ain't CTC like that. You know, you know, we, you know. I got you. You know, I'm not I, I'm not one of the big dogs, but they, they you know breaking me off like that. Where I'm gonna be like, you know, what I'm gonna do with this money. I'm gonna go see Usher. I'm out here trying to keep these kids fed. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm with yeah starting, but then it it's like is Luda coming out? Is Lil John coming out? Is Will I Am coming out? Yeah. Is Alicia Keys coming? Like who's is because he's, yeah, he's already that, said people are showing question. up. Yeah, yeah. Who John? Who uh, you know? I think in spite of the Cat Williams stuff, Luda can still show up. It's not like a Vince McMahon type situation. Oh, yeah, no, Vince no, McMahon no. is not allowed anywhere ever again. <laughs> Brock Lesnar got to stay home. For yeah, that. Brock is done. <laughs> Brock was literally on his way to Tampa. They're like, sir. You could just turn that jet right around. <laughs> you, you are not needed at today's Royal Rumble or ever. Given how crazy the wrestling world is, you know how bad you got to be for them to be like, yeah, yeah, we can't even let you on the show. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. I read that thing. I said, oh my God, this is just like some of the most vile, disgusting stuff that you. I'm like, it's crazy. Really? I'm like, really? I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. He might have just. Took Brock out for good. Yeah, it's pretty wild. We'll never see Vince McMahon or Brock, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. We'll never see Vince McMahon or Brock Lesnar again. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Brock Lesnar probably doesn't care. He's like, oh, that's fine. I'll just go live in my cabin in God knows where, like in Canada or something, and grow my beard and keep it moving. We also know Puffy ain't going to come out for the extra show. Well, (laughs) Puffy's somewhere with Vince McMahon right now, plotting (laughs) how to return from all of this. (laughs) See, Puffy showed up over the weekend or whatever. They said he looked like Danny (laughs) He did. It was was bad. I was like, man, this man, you know. Yeah, he cut he cut that check to Cassie. Yeah, and everybody else started popping up. Yeah, it's and it's only January. It's only January. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to keep track of the calendar. You said it's like Danny Williams. Glover or Cat Donald Williams. Glover. Oh, Donald Glover. Oh no, Dan, no Danny, Danny Glover. the old man, Danny Glover. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, yeah. all right. He looked like Mister from the Color Purple. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's he out there looking like Lethal Weapon. He looking like Murtaugh in that picture, man. <laughs> <laughs> straight like Murtaugh. I was like, wow, where's Mel Gibson at? Hey, hey, Dame, real quick, though. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. I don't know. We just, we try and try, but it's hard to stop that guy. I mean, okay. Yeah, all right. Well, that's, 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 that's I don't know good, what it is to do. We just try and that's try. A good, that's a good callback. stop that guy. Brad Doherty. That's a good, good callback right there. All right. Brad Doherty has disowned basketball now. Hey, you you started uh, talking about your your sadness for Punk missing the run. What do you net? Because it it felt like we were we were getting Punk versus Rollins, and I feel like Cody versus Roman. But what do you think happens now? Is the Rock thing back on the table? Does the Rock not happen? Like, how are we booking WrestleMania? I don't know, because mm. I don't think there's another person you have who's that's like main event like that ready. I mean, because now I got boys, one. I got one. Who? Boy Gunther. Nah, he ain't made a ready. He he nice. He I like. I, he's cool too. But now, if he made a event, I, I don't even Gunther know versus Seth. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't hate that man. I don't hate that. You know, I don't hate it as a wrestling fan. But they're you know, this is mainly you're trying to sell it. You know, to a broader audience. I think where they you you, you had at least you had a, you had like four people that people outside of wrestling, maybe not so much Seth, but people outside of wrestling know who CM Punk is. They know mm-hmm. who Roman Reigns is. They know who Cody is. So mm-hmm. now it's like, who do you have left? Like really drew doesn't even fit that. Like I said, Brock took himself out of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what you do. I mean, this is going to be, you know, maybe there's a surprise. I don't know what they do. This is, is going to be, because you know, they're, there isn't a natural built-in storyline with this. I think Seth versus Cody could get a negative reaction. Mm. You spent a year building Seth and Roman, or excuse me, uh, Cody and Roman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think you kept Cody, you kept Cody away from Roman for a year. Yep, you had that had- one interaction. I think it was on a SmackDown or Raw where they walked past each other when when Jay was with Cody. It's like, oh, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah, I don't think you can reverse course here to work the rock into this 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 thing. Yeah, and then you know, like I said, then to have two faces in in a main event at Mania with really the only. I mean, they had they had a good trilogy, but Seth was a heel then. So how do you now turn this into? Well, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Seth gonna lose a fourth time because Cody needs like the crowd is with Cody. And and I th- not only do I think the crowd's with Cody, they want Cody to end Roman. That's what they want. You've told a per- like people say, oh, it's predictable. It's predictable. Predictability is okay if the story works. Mm-hmm. You've told the story masterfully. From you took a hell of a chance having C- 
Cody lose at WrestleMania. But with the, the, the pec injury and all of that, the story worked. Built it all year, built it all year, built it all year. Back-to-back Royal Rumble winner, it's time. Seth, or excuse me, Cody, Roman, night two, that's the match everyone wants. Yeah, and I think you just figure out, and it's it's crazy. I thought about this last night when they had Punk do the spot where Drew steps on his arm. Part of me thought, what if he's not as hurt as as bad as they say it is? (laughs) Well, that's what I thought, too. I was like, "How, how is this happening? I was like, how this happen? You notice he took the sling off and took a swing with the arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, like, I thought the same thing. I was like, what? I was like, hold up. Well, maybe, yo. If it's a torn tricep, it's already torn. Like, he does, I don't even know why he was in a sling. He doesn't need to be. I just had questions. Because it hasn't been repaired yet. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I just had. I just and that's have, the recovery, really, is the. Yeah. The, the conspiracy theorists for me right. had some ideas like, hmm, that was interesting. I did think it was interesting when he flung his sling off. Though. I was like, well, that's that's a weird thing. Because I was like, oh, I, I like this. He's attacking him with his kicks. He's going to lose the. He's going to. Then all of a sudden he rips his sling off. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. I still think I still like my my original original idea, and I don't know if the Rock is a part of this at all. Rock versus Roman night one. That's a good. That's a good one. R- R- Roman versus. Cody I like that two. when you broke that out. I like that, especially like that. now that there's no CM Punk headlining WrestleMania story. Mm-hmm. You can put Seth with all due respect. You could put Seth and Gunther on in the middle of the card, exactly. or they can open. They can open night one. Like there, there's a lot you could do there. Yeah. But. Yeah. If 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 the Rock is in, do it night one, and it makes Cody's win the next night even bigger. Mm-hmm. The 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 other thing that I'll ask both of you guys once again of you two and Jesse, I am the the last rate, rated booker on on this show. I'm, you guys are better bookers than I am. But are we sure they want Roman the the business the the company? Once Roman's streak to end. That's the tricky part because you, you know, you hear that maybe they want him to get through until the Netflix deal kicks in. Mm. You know, Mm. there was, you know, there was some talk that maybe with the TV folks, they wanted to keep the belt on Roman just because of, you know, because right now they've turned Roman into a special attraction. Mm -hmm. You see him. You know, you, you you know he's not on every show, so it's a big deal now when he show actually decides. You know, they like he, he can show up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I, I know people get caught up in the number of days. I'm like, this is this is wrestling. I mean, the days don't to me don't matter as much as the story. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, in some ways, I'm not going to say an injury is good, but they got. I, I think they'll figure something out. I think it'll, you know, it's, they're going to have they're going to have two good nights of, of entertainment. You know, we'll just have to see. I, I I still think that they're in some way, shape, or form. Punk gets involved, whether that be somehow he shows up injured and he gets he costs Drew McIntyre. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be you know there's going to be something. I, I will. I just had a thought last night as we were watching this uh, live. I don't know if, and I've never been a fan. I don't know if I'd sleep on Drew at some point. He might have found his groove with this Hill character. I love what he did last night. I love what he did on Twitter. 
And they they might they might they might find a way to work him in not WrestleMania per se into what into I don't know maybe maybe Cody does take the belt. He could be Cody's he could be Cody's first opponent for sure. Yeah, well, I said Cody take the belt from Seth. That's dumb. That's not the story. That's not the story. But what I'm saying is, if you if you're not ready to give it up, uh, give up the belt, take the belt off of Roman. You can go champion versus champion next WrestleMania. Man. So at that point, you're into the Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. And you're still not doing Roman versus Rock unless you're doing it this year. You could do it at SummerSlam. So who's Roman got if it's Cody versus Seth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, well, that's, you know, that's, that's we're, we're overthinking not, this. We're that's overthinking assuming they're this. not doing Rock, though. Yeah, that, that is an assumption that they're not doing Rock. I don't know, Jason. Yeah. I ain't got this figured out. I thought I had it all figured out. I got nothing. <laughs> I did a week ago. Now I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> the punk injury did kind of throw a lot of stuff on the Drew, But you're right about Drew. The heel character is really, really good. I'm, I'm intrigued by heel, heel Drew. Character. The, the heel yeah, character. Some of his best moments in the company have been as a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anything else on wrestling we need to touch on? Did you talk about Jade? Jade, Jade and Bianca. Bianca. This, this, yeah. this, this, we do, we're doing that in March, right? We're or doing April. that at WrestleMania. That's, and that's then, happening. And then I think you talked about eventually it's uh, Jade and, and Rhea. Oh, my God. See, that's the thing. that that's Some of what Roman is doing is bearing the fact that Gunther is, is having a hell of a run and he has built his character from a guy I cared nothing about to a guy I'm really, really interested in and I think could be a main event guy. And Rhea, who was one of my favorites, is now like, in the conversation with Charlotte mm. and Beck as like the absolute best. Mm. Like she's, she's it. And if you build, yeah, you, 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 you do everything with Jade, right? Yeah. You, you set that, you, got, you set that up with Rhea. Wimbyama just hanging around. Here I don't know. Jade. It, well, that, Jade is, I mean, that's, that's the one mm-hmm. that's, that's the one she's going to own the company and, and the, just let it play out mm-hmm. right. Yep. But she's going to own that company. Yeah. She had to leave AEW. Like, she needed to be with the big boys. Yeah. yeah. And then you got Dom and Nick Mysterio, so I can't wait to see who those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the Mysterios have to go for the tag team. Dom, Dom and Nick Mysterio versus R-Truth. The, uh, and speaking of, the money of the bank is still out there. Yeah, that's my boy, Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Well, man, there's a there's a lot there's a lot there, uh, there's a lot there. And and Jay, there's a lot with the Sacramento Kings as well as they were just in the midst of a four game losing streak. Now uh, they're in the mix of a four game winning streak. Mm. <sighs> All seems to be right with Sacramento, and we're a week away from the trade deadline, and everyone is confused. Where are you at with the Sacramento Kings? <laughs> I'm I'm still I'm still was kind of I won't say buzzing, but it, it was I was just laughing last week at watching Harrison Cook, Clay Thompson in San Francisco. That was <laughs> I mean, talk wild. about things that no one had on their bingo card. <laughs> My boy <laughs> HB just like going nuclear, like back to back games, which only made some Kings fans go, "Great, now we can trade him." <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Yeah, well, might, might keep that boy around now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't figure this NBA season out for anything. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing: there's no defense being played. Oh God, it's all. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. You saw the report today about 
the league wants to talk about ways to like get I'm like, hold up. You guys want to get ways to curtail scoring? You changed every rule to benefit offense. You can't mm-hmm. touch anybody. Yeah. I mean, so now you're like, oh, it's got out in hand because everyone because you're getting guys getting 70 like it's nothing. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's one too far to the offense. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's just I don't know what you, it's. I mean, it's not even fun. Like, you know, like when you know, like when say when Kobe got eighty one, or back in the day when guys hit the seventy mark, or whatever the case was, it was like a sight to behold. Now it's like okay, no big, you know, it's 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 just. I mean, the defense is so bad all the way around. Like I'll, I like I hate that the say for example that the Lakers don't play defense, but it's like most teams don't play defense, and, and it's just tough to watch because mm-hmm. it's like okay, they're gonna go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and whoever misses the last shot <laughs> loses. What's that? And yeah, so it, it, they I don't know what you do about it because are you gonna bring hand checking back? I don't think they'll do that. It's almost like they've legislated all physicality out the game. I think they should bring hand checking back. That's the that's the least you could do. I mean, I think I think there could be a happy medium with the hand checking rule combined with how they, you know, flop and let these guys get all these free throws that way and like you you can do you can't bring back like beating the hell out of somebody going to the <laughs> hole. Like you can't do that. But if you just give them something like, hey, they can get one hand on the hip. I think that that's something that could help out a little bit. I mean, I I, I wonder sometimes what would Gary Payton have done in this era? Mm. Like, you, I think of all the great defenders now was like from the past. You know, it's like it's to the point now we laugh at guys who play defense. It's like, oh, he's a good defender, but how many threes did he make? <laughs> <laughs> like, we make fun of them. Like, Rudy, look at the little try hard over here. <laughs> what I say, <laughs> Jared Vanderbilt can't play him. Yeah, look look at Mr. Contest the shot. Get him off the court. You know, and it's, it's Devin like, Booker mad. Oh, that's what we're doing? Oh yeah, that's what we're doing. We're trying to play defense today. I don't, I don't got oh you oh we don't got time for this. It's like, oh you guys want to double people? What is wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah, like think about it. Part of the reason people make fun of Rudy Gobert, they're like, oh, uh-huh, you you you're you don't get 25 a night. He's like, Well, I get a bunch of rebounds and I anchor the defense. They're like, whatever, shut up. <laughs> Like they're like, shut up! You're from France. They're like, they don't even care. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's like, yeah, because there was a time. Remember when guys who played good defense made? I mean, I guess Jaron Jackson made it last year. No, oh. you know. No. But I mean, well, wait till Rudy Gobert makes it this year. Yeah, yeah it, the All Star team is going to be a monster in the West. Mm. There's going to be some good players left off the team. You think De'Aaron makes it? Do you think, think both De'Aaron. Kings make it? I don't know because here's what I think De'Aaron definitely makes it. I think Sabonis deserves to make it. But when you look at the rest of the bigs, you've got AD who's arguably having the best defensive, you know, you know, year that he's had. Mm-hmm. You still got Gobert and Cat out there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not just, saying that I'm not advocating for I'm just saying it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. And that's where that's where we get stuck is because Ant Man is going to make it, and because of where Minnesota is, I don't think you can put both of those guys on. But we think one of those other guys will. I think one of them has to make it. You would think, Mm -hmm. 
And then you look, you know, Phoenix, you know, you look at, you know, yeah, like who do you pick from the Clippers? Yeah, that's what we were yeah, we were ba- debating that earlier. Like Paul George and or uh, Kawhi Leonard. I have Kawhi for sure, with the and or being Paul George, and then I'm not going to pretend like Harden's not looming out there. Like I don't think he makes it, but I'm not going to pretend like he like there's no chance he makes it. Yeah, it it this is going to be a tough one because, like I said, you. You know, I think do you do you take the records into account, or do you just say this is the All Star game? Mm. You know, because if it's just based on record, you don't put AD in maybe, but it's like ridiculous to think that a guy averaging like twenty five, twelve, and playing some of the best defense in the league with no defense shouldn't be there. Mm. But then, how do you say the guy who has like twenty something double doubles in a row and is in the top ten in the league and assist as a center shouldn't be there? But then, how do you say that Gobert shouldn't be there or should? And the, yeah, this is. I'm glad I don't make these decisions. <laughs> well, I, mean, the, I, I think De'Aaron definitely. I think De'Aaron's definitely going to make it. I just think. I, I think. I think he's been. I think at this point. I mean, look at me. My man De'Aaron even made the top 15 jerseys. Mm-hmm. So I think you know. I think De'Aaron definitely gets in. I just think you look at the you look at the West guards. I think Steph gets in. De'Aaron gets in. Maybe book missed too much time. Ant gets in, but then it goes to that weird, tricky thing: is Paul George a guard or a forward? Mm. <laughs> and we'll see. And the, and the thing that that you you brought up, which once again I keep bringing it up, I don't have a problem with it. I love the guy, but I'm just talking about this year. Steph Curry kind of messes all this up. Like, if if um, well, we know for a fact damn near if Steph Curry was if De'Aaron Fox was having the same season as Steph Curry team wise and everything he wouldn't make the make the all-star team mm-hmm. yeah. probably and, said the and, same and, with Booker yeah. and Ant-Man if Ant-Man was having this he wouldn't make the all-star team but Steph Curry is Steph Curry and I respect that and I have no problem with him making it but that's kind of where this thing gets jumbled because he's the one guy that re- that like really doesn't have the team success that's going to get on yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a scenario where they could be like 11th <laughs> and he's an yeah. all-star. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say why it's tough. Like, think about it. The Lakers could be 10th. And how and if AD's on the team, it's not like AD yeah. doesn't is not an all-star. Yeah. You know, it's not you can't say Steph is not an all-star. But part of it is also the emergence of the young guys. You know, my, you know, Shea getting voted in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's a lot. Like I said, I'm glad I'm not making this decision. I've been saying for years the roster should be 15. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know why it's still 12. Yeah. You know, especially when you think about the fact that with the injuries, you end up getting four or five extra guys anyway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't just make it 15. Yeah. You know, you still have guys who are angry. You know, you'd have people who thought they were snubbed, but I don't see in a league with 30 teams why you can't have 30 all stars. I agree. I'm looking, and I, and I guess the only one would be Trey Young, which I think we went over that earlier. That seems like a little out there. Steph will be the only bottom five team in either conference, player from a bottom five team to make the All-Star game. And he's Steph Curry, so I completely get it, understand it, not making no movement to get him out. But I'm just looking at the thing, and I feel like that's what kind of jumbles a uh, some of this stuff up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think what helps De'Aaron that he made it last year, because you know how this thing goes. Once you get in once, starts to it, it's, it's a lot harder to miss it. Yeah. And then it becomes, well, you've got to basically, you know, what also helps the West is that Dame is gone. Mm-hmm. So that's a spot that's, you know, Dame won't be taking a spot. That's why I think De'Aaron's going to be fine. But last, well, last year, AD was hurt. And then Laurie Markkinen came out, you know, because there's going to be so, you know, some people might feel like Markkinen still deserves to be in there. You know, you're probably going to get some, you know, Sangoon from Houston, you know, love. Well, we haven't talked about Zion and Ingram or anyone from the yeah. Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to this is going to be tricky. And you know, either way, there's going to be somebody out there very upset. And and I don't I don't think happens. This is this would be a crazy stretch. But somebody somebody put it in the chat, and I think it's worth. It's worth acknowledging at least Wimbyama wasn't on the Rising Stars team. He wasn't? He was I think they said Wimbyama wasn't in the Rising Stars game. If that's accurate, come on, man. I don't see how that's even possible. There's only one way it's possible. I don't think they would take him out to put him on the all star game. I mean, because even if that was the case, those guys, oh, you know, always played in the game. Still, mm. now you got me looking that up. He's yeah. at the, he's in the, the um, skills competition. I'm looking at the. Right. I think now, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's 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 in there. He's in there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's on there. Because yeah. a couple people, I was like, yo, there ain't, there ain't no way that happened. No, he's yeah, he's, he's a, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's on the yeah, team. Yeah, I got Shady House. But how have you not learned? How have you not learned? Well, I put it as a question. Come on, man. man. But look, but look. The, I was like, what do you mean he's not on the team? I was like, what? The case the case I was making as well, though, is do you think, even if he wasn't, since he is in there, but even with him being in there, do you think they would put him in the regular game? I don't think he's going to get in the regular game. Yeah, I don't think I don't so. think he there's should. Too, I don't think he should. Too but. Many, there's too many good teams, too many good – Imagine Wimbenyama being in the All Star game and uh, <laughs> like Carl Anthony Towns, AD. Or, imagine, I know. If Sabonis, imagine if Sabonis missed the All Star game because <laughs> Wimbenyama had a spot. I, I know, I know, but it, I didn't expect to see him in the uh, in the in the voting. Zion, Zion, and Ingram both missed the game because <laughs> Wimbenyama. I understand he's a he's a rising star, going to be a national international star. But come, yeah, it, LeBron didn't make it as a rookie. Yeah, that's you true. know Tim Duncan did, I believe. But I mean, and I got you know. So we've have seen young. I think Grant Hill didn't Grant Hill make it too? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I think they played in the rising game and the All Star game. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's yeah. The, I can't see a scenario when Wimbenyama, how Wimbenyama gets in ahead of, like I said, you said Zion, uh, Ingram, AD, Sabonis. I'm mentally preparing Arkin. myself. I'm mentally preparing myself for any way for them to uh, give Sabonis a raw deal. I think he's going to be the one that unfairly. I think, he's, left Ru- I think he's Rudy. I think that I think that's what they're going to do. Got to have a defensive player on here. You know, we had uh, uh, Jaron Jackson. Jackson last year. That would be. Yeah. We just and, and they got to let Rudy in too because they did let someone choke him out. You know. <laughs> well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, you're not wrong. 
you know, and remember the time Rudy <laughs> cried? Well, he didn't, yeah. you know, leave Rudy alone. He's an emotional guy. I, I, I think he's a, he's a hell of a player. I, I, <laughs> it's just funny to me that Rudy gets made fun of because he plays the defense. They're like, look at you with your rebounds. No one cares. <laughs> your block shots. <laughs> look at you. He set a great screen. So what? Look at him occupying guys in the paint. No one cares. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but I think, man, if opponents don't get on, I'm going to be hot, but I'm I'm already getting There's going to be, a, I think, between Sacramento, New Orleans. Uh, maybe, the Clippers. Clippers. Maybe, Clippers. maybe the Clippers. Maybe the Clippers, yeah. going to want three people. Like, they're going to want at least – they're not going to probably get three, but Minnesota's going to want three. Okay, we'll so, sit I mean, down, there's Minnesota. Gonna be, down, Minnesota. There's going to be some yeah. angry people. There's going to be somebody angry somewhere. Sit your whole ass down. Okay, she's <laughs> oh, no. getting one. OKC's getting one. You can you can have one. Maybe if the coaches get cute, you're gonna get two. How would OKC get more than one? I don't see their other guy. Yeah, they can't. They don't to, get Shea. And they're that's trying it. to uh, make an argument for Jalen Williams. No, I no. agree. No, I agree. I mean, there's all stars and there's like really good players. Maybe they have another game for the like the all really good but not quite all star players. Put that on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they could. Play, they could have like a. Like an all glue guy game. I don't know. Guys were just really all good glue. players, you know, but they're not quite all stars. You put them all in a game, get like through. Norman Powell, and <laughs> get, you know, you get all, a bunch of six men. You get like Malik Monk and Austin. You get all these guys who are like really good players, but not quite all stars, and let them have like a glue guy game. It was specialized in closeout drills. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you, you by get, Elmer's. Like, what do we? Bev gets mad if he doesn't get selected for the game. <laughs> Caruso's in the game. I oh, mean, goodness first sakes. team all defense. You know, if Drew Holiday misses the thing, Drew Holiday's like the captain for the all. Well, hell, game. if that's the case, Keegan Murray's in the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. You might as well just do. I mean, to me, it's like it's supposed to be a fun weekend. Let's have fun with it. I mean. I don't know, but yeah, there's going to be some angry people when this thing is all done. Because I was just doing the math in my head and going, "Yeah, it don't work." Yeah, like, you know. And the other thing that's interesting to me is that you, you know, I know MB probably wants to be MVP again. Mm-hmm. How many, yo? I just worry about him long term because, like, even this last thing against Denver, it wasn't like he felt like he's warming up. Oh, my knees sore. Mm. And if they're going to try to make a run for the finals, people forget. Joel has never gotten past the second round. Yeah. Can he hold up for a full full playoff run? Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, this is this is this this season has a lot going on with it. You know, Doc Rivers back in the game. Uh, you know, my <laughs> folks in LA trying t- talking about no pork. I'm thinking it was a, a it was a religious thing and just trying to get Darvin Ham out. It's it's good. Oh, all right. Okay. That's what I'm gonna shake Jay. Okay. And- my man O'Shea Jackson Jr. been tweeting no pork on my fork. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> okay. about, homie? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, he's talking about the coach. Yeah. <laughs> talking about no pork on my fork. I'm like, This wow. is the first time Jason Jones has ever ended the show. We just have to shut the show down now after after this. I didn't I didn't go into the Malcolm X spiel from the movie about part cat, part rat, and the rest of the dog. <laughs> I didn't do that. Like I said, these NBA this, this NBA streets are wild. I'm just out here working on my I'm just getting ready for the Super Bowl, getting all, getting all my work done, you know, <laughs> shedding the thug tear for CM Punk. That's well, all I'm doing. It is. I don't yeah. have an MVP vote this year, I don't think. So, hey. We appreciate you as always, Jay. Thank you. Thanks, all right, man. y'all. That's our man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. <laughs>
That's it. I have no way to follow up. No pork on my fork or whatever they tweeting out there in Clipper Lakers land. Um, and what are you doing over there? Oh, man, they got me on that one. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. They got me on that one. Uh, we'll run it back. We're going to head over to 1025. We got some giveaways to do over there. If you want to join us, if you want more sports, if you want more Kings conversation, hang out. We'll run it back next on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Vamos, Michigan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 